TCP Resurrection, the podcast where we talk about this week in gaming news. And since E3 just happened, we're going to spend the whole time talking about that and a bunch of other small, interesting stories dealing with prison and other ridiculous stuff. I am your host, Joseph Brichettes, and with me I have Lionel. The resurrection has been resurrected. Indeed. And Mike. You are listening to another episode of a Not Another Gaming Podcast. I knew that was coming. Again. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. One more time. All right. We have a monster list. But before we dive into E3 stuff, we got some other special news to go into. Uh, the first news story here is from good old Venture Beat. And it's called Jesse Shell Predictions for VR and AR in 2025. So, apparently, he was doing a talk, uh, was it at the, the Augmented World Expo that took place a little while ago? And he was just talking about his thoughts on his predictions about how much VR and AR we're going to make by the year 2025. And he was saying it was going to make around, the whole industry was going to be around $7.5 billion to $22.5 billion. Like, that's like, like the accumulative of everything together, which th- then he started going on about saying, yeah, no, that maybe we need, a bit, we need to be a bit more conservative about that. Because for people who don't know, he's an indie game developer, and he's designed a bunch of VR games, but he, I think he's starting to realize that it's going to be very niche and it's not really going to go anywhere for quite some time. So I think he's starting to finally figure that one out because he also started to, to mention that there's this other like banking company responsible for like managing acquisitions of other VR companies called Digi Capital. And they have predicted that the VR and AR industry will be worth 30 billion and by 2020, and AR would be worth $90 billion by 2020. And he was just saying, no, that's wrong. That is so very wrong. It's not going to be worth that amount of money at all. Yeah, it's it's new and exciting. So people are maybe like letting their enthusiasm guide their expectations. Yeah, it's only well, two and a half years away. How? Right? Do we know what it's what it is right now? Uh, no. Well, okay. It is actually somewhere around, like, I don't have an exact number, but I believe it is at least around, like, up in the billions, like, one or two, maybe. But that's mm. only because all of these, um, like, in VCs are, like, pumping cash into it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're actually selling, like, crazy and making that amount of money. Yeah. That's just, like, I that's imagine just... it's not going to really sell, like, hotcakes till they figure out how to get the price down. Yeah. Well, see, that's not even the problem. They're like, they're not looking at it as a part of it. What's well, yeah. Right now, it's a rich man's hobby. It's actually, it's actually kind of similar to gaming back in the day, where like, unless you were a dedicated fan off the jump, or it's just had a lot of money, you couldn't really justify getting into it since the entry costs are so high. But they're also saying the other really huge problem is the content. There's still no good content for this stuff at yeah. all. It's the other side to it being new. No one's really figured out like a dynamite formula, so to speak. 
Yeah, and that's why like Jesse was like saying a lot of like he's been talking to a lot of VR companies, and a lot of them are starting to become really conservative and starting to kind of venture off into other categories outside of gaming, doing for VR stuff like more so like education and and like um like military that kind of stuff because it's it's just not doing it. <laughs> just there's no audience there. Think about it. Think about it, man. VR? No, 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 not even VR. AR dating. Well, that's actually... You got some augmented reality glasses, right? You're sitting in the booth, and what the glasses project is the person you're having the date with on the other side. Their (laughs) glasses do the opposite. (laughs) Uh, Well, they already have that for VR. I mean, you can do that um, right now. You can actually go out and get some food, and then they go out and get some food at the same time, and then it's like, you see what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, 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 I do. I don't, it's I just do. like a, <laughs> it's like a immersive phone call. Pretty yeah, much, yeah. It's it's dating for awkward people. <laughs> isn't I it need well, this? Oh, isn't it just the same? <laughs> yeah, except it's like not actually there. There's a element of uh, a, a comforting element of separation. There's an extra. <laughs> You can ease towards actually being in the same room together. Interesting. I love you. I love you, Lila. You go from you go from text on the computer to the phone. You add the voices, and then you go to maybe like Skype where you get a picture, and then you go to this the AR date where you're actually out and talking with this person. <laughs> a, a, a close simulation. So you know you just got an actual physical date. Uh, yeah, and you go on an actual physical date because I have no awkward neuroses to wrestle with, Joe. Okay. Why do you think? Okay. Okay. Did you evolve from basement dweller? No. Oh my god, I'm loving this. Uh no, it's, it's. I think if you do that in VR too much, people are just. It's gonna make it harder for people to actually want to talk to real people. Instead of to work my way up here. But I need baby steps. Yes, that is the for point sure of baby steps. So it's that there's money in it. Of course there is. There's always <laughs> going to be money in it. I don't know <laughs> if there's money in that, but well, there might be some. Maybe not in that particular area, but I mean, we're talking this, like you can get around some like potential issues that come with dating too. Like, what if a chick potentially goes would have potentially gone out with a total creep? She can kind of like. This could be like a vetting process. I guess you're right. Not only that, you can also use this for other things, like interviews. Hmm. Huh. Interviews. Yeah, Actual, know. like, meetings and stuff where you want to, like, display stuff for people. You don't have to, like, okay, here, I'll send you the PowerPoint thing on Gmail. Let me know when you finish, finish looking at it. You know, you can't really have the dynamic presentation. I mean, you kind of can through video, but then you lose the interactive element. Whereas you can actually have that there. You can actually engage your audience as you're doing the presentation if you have either the VR element or the AR element. See, that's why a lot of companies are starting to move away from gaming. Because what you're talking about is more like business and stuff well, like that. The thing I mean, is, just, you, can, you can do all kinds of stuff with it. There's just also a lot of room for gaming. Gaming is just where this started. Right. <coughs> yeah, it, it's just not doing very well in gaming. That's the problem here. It's, it's not doing well, this, this, could, this could be the best way to go, then. You develop the uh, 
actual th- the the actual device in other areas, work stuff out, fine tune it, especially since gamers are a very critical audience. This could be like a a not only an uh, an R and D type thing for the uh, programs proper, but it will also get you paid just in another uh, another area. Could be, could be. I feel like we've All reached right. uh, yeah. peak VR discussion, and I don't know what other article could possibly come out about VR. Um, like, you know what? I, I think is testament to the truth in this article is that. Uh, I can't remember the last time that we had a VR article that was about an actual VR game. That's the problem. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I guess similar to the attempt made at it in the 90s, we're still just not there yet in regards to games. But yeah. there are other uses, which I hope they kind of, de- which I hope they develop. I mean, it's will. coming. My friend just got a VR setup, and he said it was the most amazing experience he's ever had gaming and playstation had a pretty good vr showing at e3 but i guess we'll talk about that later yeah <clears throat> all right let's jump on to the next one here so uh from polygon valve shuts down steam green light replacing it in well in next week so it's pretty much is this week so i guess it's already been replaced uh and the, <laughs> the replacing steam, what's called yes with steam direct which Really, it's just sounding like it's they're going to be kind of... Is this uh, just a reboot, considering how many kinda. bad things have come out of Greenlight? Well, reading it, like they're saying that they're going to be the ones that kind of go through it all, like the people at Valve are going to be looking through each game, making sure it works correctly, and really just kind yeah. of... And there's, yeah. there's also a small fee. $100, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what was the... Pro- I've, been kind of under a rock. <laughs> what was the problem with Greenlight? Um, I suspected that what probably had to have happened at some point was people like voting something in there, but voting it in ironically, and it's actually terrible. Uh, that's not even how... It's not even to get in they needed votes, I don't think. They, oh, they just correct. Yeah. needed those to like kind of move up, so... It was just a shovelware problem where tons of people were just making stupid shit to cash in, you know. Um, yeah. Tons of asset flips, but so many problems because it's really just an open, like, anybody could, and it was impossible to kind of dive through it all. Uh, there was some stuff that came through um, and really shined, but if you want the the breakdown, just Google the words Jim Sterling Steam Greenlight. Uh, and digital, he, uh, digital homicide. Yeah, those guys uh, were a part of Steam Greenlight. Um, but aside from that, he just well, he had a whole series where he looked through that shit, um, and it was mostly all bad. So I, I'm, I think he's happy about it. But uh, we'll see if the hundred dollar entry fee and Valve actually vetting things is. It, it'll probably be probably. Uh, we'll probably see some better quality stuff now. I think it's it's for yeah. the better. I don't think anybody wanted Steam Greenlight to stick around, except people that were like, you know, making shovelware cash. Yeah, maybe maybe just people who were like, 
already a ways in with something because not everything on there was crap, right? No, and I I think that stuff's gonna be allowed to the good stuff's gonna be allowed to exist. And and the article said something about um, if you kind of fall into that weird window, that there's there's a solution for that. Okay. Yeah. So this is all great news. I mean, it's just going to make sure that play, you know, gamers get higher quality games and make sure that, you know, yeah. make, makes it makes it a little bit harder to get that sh- get some really get crappy that, ones to tonight. get that doo doo in. Mm. Yeah, some spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. And they also said that they're going to be refunding um, all the developers who submitted at the last moment to Greenlight. So I mean, they're going to get their money. I mean, it's, it's it, they're trying to make it all work well, so I mean, I I think it will. It's better for everyone. Good stuff. All right, next one. What we got here? Oh, this this one I'm really happy about. It's another article by Polygon. Super Nintendo World's ground baking <laughs> groundbreaking ceremony is weird and wonderful. They're finally Indeed. pulling the trigger on it, man. <laughs> We're finally yes. getting that Nintendo theme park. Yeah. It's in Japan, yes. though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's in uh, Universal Japan. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I hope to God it comes to America because if you, I don't know if you guys watched the video, but they put a huge emphasis on saying we're going to create the most amazing Mario Kart experience ever. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I'm so I'm kind of curious: that. is it going to be like a simulated race, or is it going to be like bumper cars with effects, or is it? Oh both? man. They better strap you in, have you sign some sort of paper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to work that blue shell on some people. Are you allowed That's to, right. Yeah, you're allowed to attack people, throw banana peels on the road. That's right, man. I, I, I could imagine it being simulated where if you, like, hit somebody with the shell, the car will, like, spin out and do, like, a shaking effect, and then you could start driving again. Yeah. That could be fun as shit. It seems kind of dangerous. <laughs> Well, no, I imagine it's going to be very yes. much controlled. Yeah. And if not, then it's going to be more like bumper cars, where it's like everything is super padded. Well, yeah, that too, but I, I don't know. Just spinning someone out seems like a... Who knows? <laughs> I, I thought it'd be interesting if they had everyone just wear VR, VR headsets and, like, track it, do AR or something, but... Yeah, that could work, too. Maybe they, really maybe, maybe they make everybody wear costumes. I'd make them force you to wear them. You're no. Yoshi. I don't want to be Yoshi. You're Yoshi. I'll get on his back. Put him on his damn suit. Yeah. This is for the other part. Uh, but it's just, I mean, they also went on and on about saying how they're going to try and make it a really authentic Nintendo experience where you can yeah. just maybe go around and... It's going to be multiple levels. Locks, to it, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I want... I want my F Zero roller coaster. I knew you were gonna bring up F Zero. I, yeah. I, I, I bet that would actually be really cool. I, I would ride that. I would Amazing. Ride that. Joe has something good to say about F Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like roller coasters, and I'd give it a try. So I want not? a wipeout That'd roller be cool. coaster. That'd be um, cool. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, if we're, if we're still on the topic of roller coasters, yeah, obvious yeah. Star Fox. That would be. I think that'd be a better VR experience. Oh, actually, wait. What was that? Uh, you go to Universal, and then you go in a room, and like the chairs would rock back and forth, and there'd be a big uh, screen. And so they did Star Tours. Yeah. yeah, Star Fox would be good that way. 
that could work for Star Fox. But um, either way, well, see, no, because when I want when when Peppy says do a barrel roll, I actually want to go upside <laughs> down. Dear God, man, <laughs> just, you, these kids are gonna have to sign something before they walk through that park. I mean, if they well, can, you can you can do that pretty easy on a roller coaster. Uh, mm. yeah, yeah, that's true. It all happens really quick, so you don't fall yeah. out and die. Give us right. Bomberman with real bombs in a real maze. Oh. <laughs> Jesus no, that's Christ. for when you get caught sneaking in. That's the oh after hours entertainment. <laughs> for the VIP guests. Oh, man. And they're going to um, keep you up. <laughs> the kids' area, yeah. like the, the, the area for the little babies, has mm. to be Kirby-themed. Ah, that's Because Kirby yeah. is already so adorable. And then you have, like cute little babies running around and they can run around with like a like a giant Kirby. Yeah. So it's not it's not little teacups, it's just Kirby with his mouth wide open and you get inside of Kirby. Yeah, like that. It consumes you. Uh, why, why you gotta make this sinister, Joe? We're talking about babies here. They, they like it. It's not like it's actually gonna suck them down into somewhere. It's just, you know, they just sit in Kirby's mouth. It makes sense. It's funny. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, this um, is a... Go ahead. One more thing. Yeah. Any of you guys ever ride Space Mountain? No. No. You, your, your childhoods are flawed. I, uh, well, I, basically, I, I didn't like roller coasters theme. as a kid. Yeah. It was a, like basically like a, like a sci-fi-themed roller coaster. It was cool as shit. Mm. You can do that with Metroid. Ooh. Didn't they actually... Maybe I'm Ooh. remembering different things... Incorrectly, but didn't they make Space Mountain into like? They tried to make a movie out of it. What? Didn't what, they really? Didn't they <laughs> make the ride into like? Isn't they made it, it Star Wars themed. Okay, it's Star Wars themed. I was gonna say Mass Effect for some reason, but it's, yeah, it's Star Wars now. Isn't there a Mass Effect ride somewhere? I have uh, no idea. I think there that is. It seems like that should be a thing. Perfect for it. Um. Anyway, this is great. I hope it comes to America. It probably will eventually, maybe in a couple of years, but it's going to do really well. Uh, okay, what's the next story here? Okay, by uh, a site called Blaster. Yes, Blaster. Uh, Hellblade drops Ragnarok trailer release date announced. So the reason why actually I am really excited for this game, but more so, I don't know if either of you guys watched the trailer, but why I even have this article in here is that I liked... I think it was the the producer uh, uh, for the for the game. I liked what he said. He said that what he's trying to do is he's trying their their company. What is the company that makes this? Ninja they Theory. Made, they made a there is Ninja Theory. What they're trying to do is they're trying to bring back the mid tier game. So instead of charging sixty dollars for the game, they're only charging thirty dollars because they and they're only doing it digital only. But they also said the game wouldn't be as long as like a full AAA game. So. Uh, yeah. I remember the days of the budget title. There you go. So I'm actually like really happy they're doing this and they're trying to encourage other developers to do this as well. Because, I mean, if you think about it right now, it's like you just go, it's either a really cheap little indie game or it's like this huge, huge, epic, expensive AAA game. And yeah. if they're trying to bring back the mid-tier, I am absolutely for that. 30 bucks for this quality of game? I don't yeah. care if it's short. I'm fine I'm with that. too. I like yeah. I kind of I kind of miss when because because you know we're 
very much aware of the problems that come with the sort of budgets required for a lot of these games, for these AAA titles. And uh, I think that's actually going to pop up in the story we're going to read soon. So anything they can to alleviate that and just, like, let us see some other people, so to speak, <laughs> in regards to the kind of games that are being released, I yeah. am very much down for. Uh, so when they say bring back... Is, are you saying that, or are they saying that? Because I don't remember. Or can you refresh my memory on a budget well, title? Say, well, like you remember going into a GameStop and seeing like a new game that was in that twenty and thirty dollar range. Like what? Um, let me think. Like uh, I think one I actually bought, uh, Psyops. That wasn't uh, full price. No, I'm pretty sure that was like thirty bucks when I got it. That's weird. Why would that be thirty bucks? Hmm. I think what what they're just um, trying I to think, say though is like yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I'm trying to think of I was just trying to oh, think of one more. Exactly. And I think um what was that spy game I recommended to you, Mike? Say uh, that spy fiction? <laughs> no, but spy fiction was another one. Oh um, the choose your own adventure one? Yeah. Uh Alpha Protocol. Alpha Protocol. Yeah. That wasn't full price. No. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was in like the 30-40 range. Huh. Are you sure these aren't games that just like came out and didn't sell and like immediately got dropped? Like, <laughs> well, for weeks? as long as I've known about spy fiction, it was it was in that budget title range. Huh. Mm. But anyway, but I, I, uh, I'm I'm for it. I I think this is a this is a cool maneuver. And I like how he was talking about how, you know, they're doing it digitally and yeah. they can, you know, there's no manufacturing or dis- distributing budgets, which is like, obviously, like, what, what need do we have for really publishers in this day and age? Um, you can self-publish. That's what they're trying to do, it seems, which I always would encourage that especially if we can get extremely high quality games like they're making mm-hmm. for like for cheap um, i am okay with that that is fine games are expensive um okay what we got here oh the next one okay so cd project red oh it's made by it's from rock paper shotgun <clears throat> cd project red blackmailed with cyberpunk 2077 files so some jerk stole they don't know if it's within the company or just some random they got hacked or something but just some random guy is threatening to blackmail them unless they what was it it was a ransom they didn't say how much <laughs> they, money wanted they wanted money <laughs> Which is, did they say how much uh they no they didn't it doesn't say in there i, I thought it no, did no i'm not saying it, it just but, says uh, ransom what it, talk about harebrained shit First of all, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, what do you think is going to happen? You think they're going to pay that? It's like, no. <laughs> well, they're just, yeah, they're not going to do that. And apparently, it's the, the the design docs and stuff are like really out of date. And even if they did release them, it wouldn't really reflect what the actual game is going to be. Mm-hmm. So it won't hurt them, but still, it's yeah. just a dick move. It's just old stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's pretty funny. They're basically saying it's doesn't really look like the current game, but if you if you want, just pay attention to us. Uh, which, <laughs> uh, 
it's very bizarre. Um, I hope this is a one-off and it doesn't happen again. I don't think it will because it's clearly not paying off. It's like, why would you... I don't know, why would you try and do that? <laughs> yeah, the only good thing that I see coming out of this is that now Cyberpunk 2077 is getting attention. Well, a little bit, I hope. Something. Yeah. Maybe they might, just, might hear more about it. Just think back to all of the leaked information and trailers that you've seen happen before and did that affect the developers negatively in any way? And the answer is no. So why would they pay somebody? (laughs) That's true. Yeah, you're right. I mean, what was this person thinking? I mean, did they really think they were going to cave with this? I mean, it's not like like top-secret government files. It's design docs for a game that's still being made. (laughs) <laughs> stupid oh man silly alright uh, what's the next story we got going on here ah really Kojima stuff it's still still happening mm-hmm. still crazy Konami is catty as fuck alright um, so Mike oh sorry this is by Kotaku the saga continues <laughs> could you could you elaborate with I, I only skimmed it, so I didn't get what's ha- what's it's what's never going on ending. With this one? So basically, a while ago, Kojima somebody asked him about Metal Gear Survive, and he said, uh, "You know, it has nothing to do with it, obviously." Um, I'll just read the quote. It says that's because it's totally unrelated to me, right? Uh, how should I put this? Metal Gear is espionage and political fiction, so because of that, there's no reason that zombies would show up. Um, I think the audience laughed. Uh, but I, I guess uh, people started noticing that that like official places where that interview showed up um, were taking the video down and it didn't exist anymore. Um, and then Konami has uh, allegedly sent a letter addressed to Kojima saying, you are unfairly sullying the reputation of our company. Jesus. Uh, God. So. <laughs> yeah. Mike, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, there was some uh, other interesting stuff in there about how Konami treats ex employees. Yeah, um, and they're kind of. Uh, the article's kind of. I don't know, it's Kotaku. It's a little unclear about some stuff. It says that. Uh, uh, they mention something about uh, payment disputes between Kojima and Konami. Oh. So they, there is a, a disagreement over the conversation between them. And talks had broken down and Konami's if allegedly refusing to pay one part. So I, I know the article is not very clear on whether or not that's regarding like their use of like Metal Gear. Which I would mm. imagine they have full use and ownership. Um, oh, he's creator. I don't know if they have to pay him anything, or if that's actually what the entire thing was about. Uh, but who knows? I don't know. Konami's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, they just keep making people hate them more with this stuff. Just, just leave the man alone. Just let it go. He's doing his own thing now. Can't you just? The saga shall continue for probably many a year. We will see next time on Just Jeopardy. Just leave him alone. Right. 
Sleep alone. All right, what's the next story we got here? Uh, oh, by Game Industry Biz. Did you put Brenda, this one in there? I, uh, I put this one in there. I see. So break it down for us, Lionel. What's this all about? Um, I just like what this lady was trying to say. Uh, Brenda Romero has been in the game industry for 35 years, and what she's specifically calling for here is for both people in the industry and fans of the industry to, you know, move away from the division of uh, basically the division between games, both uh, physical and digital games, uh, as well as distinctors within digital. Like, okay, this is triple A, this is indie. Because it's um, the division is kind of hurting the way it's hurting development. Um, I guess in the both the short and long term, and it's creating some like I guess some toxic thinking. Uh, one of the things she mentioned in particular is how one wrong move can completely fuck you over for life, and. It's getting to the point that it's actually chasing uh, long-time game developers away from things. Um, one of the people she mentioned was—I mean, of the people she mentioned, uh, one was uh, Phil Fish. Mm-hmm. It's been mm. chronicled how how mm. crazy this industry has made him. Um, was it Dong Nguyen, the creator of uh, Flappy Birds? And uh, I guess the one that seemed to really push her buttons was uh, Peter Molyneux. Mm-hmm. As much as folks like him and as genuine as his enthusiasm comes across, he is like in the same breath treated as a joke. I think mm-hmm. she also mentioned uh, the creator of Daikatana. Yeah, it's her husband, actually. Yeah. John yeah. Romero. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the thing with, with Peter is that he kind of brought that on himself because the way he he always tends to overpromise. Yeah, but and, 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 not the way like, like the press and and like gamers treated him. It's oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah they are very, it's very it's hard definitely it's definitely a give and take. But like it kind of she she kind of put it in perspective when she was basically saying like in in talking about like the failed promises, you forget that this guy created a genre of games. That's true. During gaming's infancy, black and white, and all those other ones too that he made. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, this really helped with the whole Sim stuff. God, uh, Sims. It, yeah. And this is this is a problem not just in gaming. She's talking about the gaming specific shade of this, but it's uh, a an aspect of just culture in the digital world now, where everyone's uh, mistakes are just out there for everyone to see, everyone to consume, everyone to react to. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, GamerGate should be an indication of this. Like, people can be fucking monstrous when they think they've got like a safe place to put all their bad feelings. And it's you know, it's it's chasing the people who should be like mentors to this new generation of game makers away. Well, it's it's not easy. I guess. Yeah. Uh, the whole, it's really not easy. The Phil Fish thing really bothers me because Fez was such a masterpiece. And I, I, he just, I don't know. Well, he couldn't take the criticism, but still, like, it's a testament to how fucking stupid, like, 
uh, the industry and the gamers in it are like I shouldn't say the industry. Like I guess it, it's mostly the fault of the gamers and the journalists. Uh, you know. Well, it's also just how much how much feedback can get to you now. And yeah. It's there's there's no filter. There's no okay. Let me write this letter. Let me make sure it gets to the right people. Okay, now we've got somebody going through it. It's you know you got a Twitter. You can get bombarded with like God knows how many messages. And in the case of Twitter. It's sometimes a bit a boon that you know the amount you can put in there is so small, but it can also be a curse when all someone wants to do is troll you. Yeah. Like, how, many, how many messages saying "get fucked" do you think he got in a single day? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of have this hope inside that maybe he's because he maybe he said that he quit the industry and he's done with it. Um, he's uh, he's I think he's technically still sort of in it in it because he owns Polytron and Polytron o- occasionally uh, has been publishing things and uh, I think he was kind of set uh, from Fez like the sales like he has enough to probably retire I don't know how much he made but you know if you go on Polytron's website there you know you'll see updates like oh we're selling the soundtrack on vinyl or now I just looked in there. Uh, Selling like figurines and some other shit uh, based off Fest, so he's he's kind of set. Uh, but I kind of have this secret hope that he's just retreated to himself and is still working on Fez too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who knows? Uh, yeah. Um. One more thing. Uh. I guess the the ultimate detriment that she uh mentioned was that because of this, a lot of the uh more experienced developers are fearful of you know being more experimental in what they create just because of like how harsh the backlash is when you mess something up like say what you will about Molyneux I think this is why this tug on her heartstrings so much he was always trying to do crazy ass shit yeah I mean, he was always just trying to think outside the box and do something new like that, mm-hmm. that game, the latest game that he made where everyone has to, it was a mobile game where people have to keep clicking or I can't remember exactly what it was. And to get to the, the, the center of it, I, I wish I could remember the name, but, but no, I mean, that's what I do love about him so much is that he really does just try and be way out there with his ideas and his design. But, but no, you're lying. You're right. It's, um, especially if you work for a big game company and like you're trying to do something different. But you've been mm-hmm. working on one type of game like for so long. If you suddenly tell people, "Well, you know, I'm now going to make a tower, I'm going to make a tower defense game now," but you make Call of Duty, well, you know, I want to try something different. They'll just, man, they'll just come right your yeah. throat. I mean, yeah, half the time, some, I mean, maybe not half, but like some number of people are going to be in there against it, not because it's bad, but just because you're not doing the thing they want. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. And this this problem, again, is prevalent in other industries. I think in a couple of episodes in my show, I, I talk about how uh, animes become very homogenized due to the issue of budget and time constraints, mm. which is a huge factor in gaming, especially AAA. Very true. Well, I, I'm glad she brought this discussion up because it's always, always, it's always very important topics, to, and that's why I love GDC. Because they mm-hmm. get developers really kind of just pouring their heart out and really just saying 
stuff that they, I'm sure they think about all the time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's sort of tied to the uh, Hellblade, uh, what they're doing over there at Ninja Theory yeah. Two, where it's mm-hmm. it's nice that they're like, no, we're going to do something very specific, and it's what we want to mm-hmm. do, and we're going to self-publish it and mm-hmm. help us out, you know. Um, and it looks cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. But yeah. I, okay. Uh, yeah. I, uh, it's interesting. I, I didn't hear that Peter Molyneux uh, had stopped talking to the press, but mm-hmm. I I kind of appreciate that. Like, mm. I don't know. It'll be nice when something he does that's a game just sh- shows up again. Yeah. Well, he is he is still working. He is working on a new game right now. In fact, there was a, an excellent interview on IGN. They have a podcast where they interview people from the the industry, and they were. It was like about an hour and 40 minutes when they were just talking about his whole life and everything. And he is working on a new game. Uh, but yeah, he definitely has been, he's been more quiet about is it. Is it an interview with him? Yeah. Um, it's called IGN Unfiltered. It's a, it's a great podcast. He, he, um, they talk about, talk to all these like famous game designers. And he was one of, one of, one of them. Hmm. Cool. It was a great discussion. Learned a lot of really cool stuff about his life. Um, and just who, how he works and designs. It's good stuff. Um, okay, let's jump on to the next one here by The Verge. <laughs> Atari teases a mysterious new console or Ooh. something. And they have the most original name ever. They're calling the Jack it the Atari Wire Box. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Or the Atari Box. That is what they are calling it. Oh, Atari. Jack Wire 9000. That would have been a much better name than the Atari Box. So... Oh, they probably yeah. want to distance themselves from the Jaguar because uh, that was a flop. Well, they probably <laughs> want to dis- <laughs> they probably want to distance themselves from Atari, even though they are Atari. So it's not- that company has been through hard times, many many hard times. I mean, honestly, well, we'll see if it's just a legacy console. I can't. I kind of doubt that because you know that's the uh, who knows, but. I don't know. I think there could be a space for another box out there, um, but I've I've kind of talked specifically about what that I'd like that. Basically, I think like uh, I mean, could you imagine if Steam made a Switch and it was just compatible yeah. with every PC game? Uh, oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. And it's it's funny how delivering that idea is like it's not very far from just a laptop, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, I think of Joe. We've we've gone on many a rant about how sick I am of this whole console thing. So I would be down I, for that. <laughs> yeah, I wish they would have given a little bit more detail, but it, they've been very cryptic about what this thing is and what it kind of games are going to be running on it or anything at all. But it, it would be interesting to see if they could finally make a comeback uh, and deliver some interesting experiences and even a new console. Who knows? All right. What's the, what's the next thing here? Oh, I think I missed this one. Did you put this one in, Lionel? So the next one is by Nintendo Everything. Uh, Nintendo and Intelligence Systems at have an interest in making a new Advance Wars, which I am absolutely for. Now, here's the, the thing I find really curious, is that when they were, inter- I guess Eurogamer was interviewing interviewing them, 
And they said that the only reason why they're a little hesitant, I guess, on making a new one is because of Fire Emblem and how Fire Emblem has got all these really nice, deep stories. And they feel like with Advance Wars, they couldn't do a deep story or really satisfy that need that gamers um, really seem to. I think I put the wrong story. No, no, it's the right one. Uh, they say it's harder. It would be harder to create relationships between the characters. Right. What they're specifically talking about is the yeah. sort of like relationship building, dating, and then creation of eventual offspring between two characters. Of it's a your military game. It's about um, here, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here was the well. It kind of goes into something. So, Fire Emblem, for at least as long as I remember, I kind of started. Like the first game I played was the uh, GBA game, which I think may have. I don't know if it was the first uh, US release of a Fire Emblem game. It's where a lot of people jumped on. And while you didn't have the flat out dating element, there was an element of character relationships. Characters yeah. who knew each other. If you had them next to each other during combat, they could get like bonuses. And, you know, you had the option of having them interact, and that would increase the relationship level. Basically, this is uh, an element playing towards the concept of camaraderie. Like, right, yeah. That sort of sense of unity between uh, squad members, between friends. You know, it's like, okay, I'd put my life in this person's hands. If they're near me, I know I'm good to go all out. It's a... Uh, Kind of like something you hear soldiers say a lot when talking about their squad. I'm not firing for me. I'm firing for the guy next to me. Mm. And they just kind of like built off of that with that. I can't remember which Fire Emblem game it was for the 3DS where it actually went to, okay, certain characters can have romantic relationships and you know if the game spans a certain amount of time then this can actually lead to offspring between the two who is a new character that has a combination of their abilities it's been done in games before i think it was the basis for fantasy star 3 but the dating sim element has led to a huge jump in popularity in those games both in the states and japan Similar to how adding those elements to the Persona games caused them to take off. Um, I guess the, what he's saying is that, okay, this is you know this relationship thing is where the big money is in our games, and we're not ah. sure how to do it with Advanced Wars. And on the one hand, you want to be like you don't need to. Right. On the other hand, it's actually not that hard. Well, I, I wouldn't say that it's not hard. <laughs> you, you don't need it. It doesn't. It, it, it's not as difficult as they're probably trying to make it. Um, you kind of don't need it, but I think you can institute it without having it be like intrusive to the rest of the game. Because you, I mean, you remember the old games? Characters had dy- there was dynamics between the characters. Yeah, but just what really bothers me with this is that they <laughs> they're holding back on making an awesome new Advance Wars game simply because you know, the current fad of dating sims right now. And they need they feel like they need that in order to be successful, which I if they they kinda do, but they kinda don't. They 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 can, but you've got to think about uh the effect it had on the Fire Emblem games. I know. Uh, Fire Emblem games were obscure at best and now if they aren't mainstream, they're dancing around the outskirts of it. They're huge money. 
Yeah, Nintendo is milking that like crazy now. I mean, it was, yeah. it was just like, good would boy. I um, would I prefer a new Fire Emblem game that was uh, closer to the original and just kind of like improved on the existing mechanics? Maybe added some new CEOs, some new units, whatever. Just just something more in line with what was done before. Yeah, of the two, I'd probably pick that. But yeah. as long as uh, the 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 relationship element wasn't too intrusive, I'd be fine. I think the only real difference is is you'd actually have some choice in how the characters interacted and how the relationships build over the course of the games. Uh, well, Rather if Sammy and Eagle being a will they won't they thing, you can potentially pair Sammy with uh, I don't know Max or Andy or something. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I, I, as long as they come out with a new Advance Wars game, I'll I'll be fine with it. It won't bother me. I, just I just, want more. I just want it. That's that's all I want too. Uh, that's just kind of frustrating. Okay. Um, so the next one here is uh, some Steam news. So on on off the website, I don't know pronounce that. Kikuru. Kit Guru. <laughs> Kit Guru, so, Joe. There you go. Guru Vine, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 2017 Steam Summer Sale dates have been leaked. There's leakage. Mm-hmm. It's sweaty and nasty. Well, okay, so we got. Oh, so it's. June 23rd until the 4th of July. It's what it's saying. Well, it said the last year the sale ran from the 23rd to the 4th of July, so there's no actual date. Oh. No, there is. Uh, oh, they're saying it's going to be the 22nd to the to July oh. 5th. Okay. Uh, some user. Because oh. I guess uh, they send that information out to publishers, and there's a lot of publishers, so... Uh, and somebody, somebody leaked it, so... Which is... I do look good. I guess it's not a shock. Uh, since it's very close to last year's, but uh, there's also a note that they've been taking the gimmicks out of the sales and like uh, you know stopping the uh, the flash sales so that you you mm. have to wait and like buy at the right time. The last couple of sales have been like have gotten away done away with that I think and just been straight up like this is the sale it's not changing like buy what you want. Um, so I'm hoping that Tekken 7 will go on sale, but I don't know. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Or any of a lot of the new games coming out. Right, that would be great. Um, but I do like, like you said, they're really straightforward about it now. They're not going to be messing with you. <laughs> Here's the game. Now it's 90% off. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. So, always good news. Well, I know I'm going to spend my monies. All right. Uh, what we got? We will go broke. Yes, yeah. Saruni. All right. Uh, next one by VentureBeat. Blade Runner 2049 will get its own mobile game. Yeah. So uh, I put this one in there because, well, it just gives me an excuse to talk about Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, go it, for it. Just a few points. Uh, the original is amazing. Uh, yes. The new yeah. one is directed by one of the probably greatest living directors right now, so that's very exciting. Um, but also, uh, there was a Blade Runner game that came out on PC a while ago, and is actually also really good. 
But uh, so yeah, I, I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with this mobile game, but yeah. they're saying that they're determined to deliver on Blade Runner's unique themes and vision of the future. So who knows what the fuck that's gonna look like? Oh, uh, much like the new movie, my stance on this will be wait and see. <laughs> I'm all, all, all in. That that director is like, he's just incredible. He's he's got like five films under his belt, and they're all masterpieces. So. Mm. Uh, I mean, but on this, I just, I'm curious about the decision to do it at all. It seems weird, mm. but uh, I didn't, like, it's such a a movie that I can't, I mean, Blade Runner's got, got this following now, um, but it's still kind of like this cult hit, so I don't know how much movie, how much money the movie's actually going to make. So, I, that was a strange decision uh, to give it a mobile game. Well, I'm kind of. What type of since it's on mobile? What type of game do you think would fit? Point and click. Point click. Yeah, it's like an adventure game. Well, the original one was an adventure game, Uh, because I mean, the movie was a detective story, and the the game was like a side story about another detective. So it was kind of a detective story adventure game. Um. Uh, you know who could make one I would probably like? Uh, Telltale? Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. That would work out really well. Um, it's they just, pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> as, long as long as they don't make it... Go ahead. As long as they don't do that fucking weird art style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like basically their engine. But with a... Uh, Someone else's like uh, art. Yeah, but, I, yeah. I, you know, I'd like to see somebody else try it, just because I'm sick of Telltale. There's, I, I know they're so formulaic, and I, I don't know. It sells. Well, they have a thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess I just like that thing. I think uh, Blade Runner would work really well in it, since a lot of it is just Deckard walking around asking questions yeah well that's what the original one was um (laughs) you'll probably hate this but i feel like david cage maybe i wouldn't give Uh. it to him but (laughs) play my movie i I think he he probably well we could talk about it later but i I think he probably really likes play um i think it's it's a safe bet all things considered yeah I, i don't know what other genre would work maybe you know what i would like to see if somebody like revamped and added more to the la noir engine and Mm -hmm. let them do it uh that would be really interesting and maybe add like the original pc game had branching paths but uh i had a thought Mm -hmm. Hmm. survival horror Hmm. Uh, specifically if you're going like uh off the way uh, confrontations between Deckard and the replicants go in those movies. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that could actually work. That'd be interesting. I'd still because mm. most of these things are literal killing machines. Yeah. Yeah. That could be kind of cool, you know. <laughs> limit resources and have to think on your feet. Uh, mm. I think Kojima would make an interesting Blade Runner game. Oh yeah, he could kill it. Uh, he he kind of did with Snatcher. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, no wonder. 
So I still need to play. Yeah, sorry, I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> hook you up at some point when I can fucking remember to do it. Mm. Oh man, just just watch. They're gonna make an endless runner. That's what they're gonna do. Oh god. Yeah, that was my first thought. I remember looking for Spider-Man games because I was like, there. I was hankering for web slinging, and I was like, there has to be one where you can just web sling. And of course, there wasn't, and the newest one was just an endless Spider-Man runner. But, nah. uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it'd be really. Yes, too. I think it'd be really funny for a to be, <laughs> an endless Blade Runner. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> the name sells itself. If it stars Harrison Ford, I'll play it. <laughs> just, just like angrily grumbling. Replicants. Why did it have to be replicants? <laughs> Okay, you know, what, you know what might be fun, Mike? Uh, it's just the whole time, like, the whole game is that scene where Deckard's uh, running from uh, What's-His-Face. And you just get, like, at each checkpoint, you get a quote. Go to hell or go to heaven. <laughs> yeah. That'd be uh, I like that. Oh, man. Um, either way, super pumped for that movie. Okay, we got here. What's the next one? Ah, yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> the All story right. that blew me and Joe's brains clear out of our asses. So, seven, <laughs> three, delayed Yu Suzuki announcement. Now, please tell me this was a marketing stunt. That's the... I, I, have, a hard time, I have a hard time believing it's anything that like maybe Shinmu three is gonna have a scene where uh, Rio gets locked up. <laughs> I can, I guess. And um, this is a. So basically, this in the video, it's him saying that there's gonna be major delays for the game because he got arrested, and he's doing this from prison. <laughs> let you know. I <laughs> held up for any number of years, depending upon how the trial. <laughs> I hope this is fake. The I mean, I mean like, like, the, the, the yeah. explanation point on this is when he's describing like that that specific part where he says it could be held up due to how the trial goes. He refers to the people holding him as those bastards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's a line like you know those bastards locked me up, causing a five to seven years delay for Shenmue Three, depending on how the trial outcome. This is this is just this is insane. <laughs> this this is, it's like it, it just can't be real. <laughs> one, at one at one point does the, do the does the name Yu Suzuki and the word prison come together? Pair <laughs> <Apparently> it now. <laughs> it's like um, you gotta, like fucking hang on and outrun. You imagine this like really jovial like you imagine a guy like Shigeru. <laughs> But no, he's apparently this hard-ass prison guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there's another video of him in prison. What? Wait, wait, Where? Wait. 28. Yeah, there is. He's been shows him behind prison bars. Where do you show see me. that? Show me. What? Wait, hang on. I, that? Oh wait, hang on. I'm just because there's two of them. Yeah, I'm gonna go right now. This maybe, is maybe maybe this will be the deciding factor on whether or not this is a uh, marketing stunt. <laughs> Are you way anticipating? Alright, yeah, it was. It's looking like it's. Yeah, I'll paste it in there. This video, the other video came right after the one that we have in there. 
Where are you sending this? I'm sending it Skype. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, wait. No, wait. No, I'm wrong. That's the other one. Never mind. <laughs> okay, so now let me explain what happened. I, uh, well, I, 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 I bought it, so I got the Kickstarter update, and they sent a video okay. of him basically saying, uh, sorry, like, this shit's going to be delayed, like, we want it to be the best it can, like, didn't work out how we thought. Uh, and so, but it's like a backers-only video, so I just Googled, like, announcement, and I saw, like, the thumbnail, and I was like, oh, okay, and then I put it in the thing, and then I, when I came back, you guys were talking about him being in jail. Yeah. Uh, so they, someone just changed the subtitles. He's not. He's not jail. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. This, uh, <laughs> I, I think the beginning of it actually says I'm talking to you from something something prison. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was ridiculous. I. Uh, but I swear when I posted it, it just said, like, Yu Suzuki apology. And then when I looked at it today, it said arrested. I was like, huh, they, they're just trying to make a joke. But then yeah, I did. I, it says, says, today I'm using my one phone call from uh, Fuji Prison. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I I actually don't think I watched the whole video. So, yeah, he's, he's not jail. They just, like, <laughs> I, didn't ex- I didn't expect it to come out. I think they said it was coming out this year. Which is like, of course not. Like, of course it's going to be like a year or two out. So, uh, as interesting as that turn of events was, he's not in prison. Although I think it'd be really funny if he was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it was. Oh god, it was. It was funny though. It was just <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh man, he's my last phone call. All right, well, let's get to know. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> it's just, oh my god, jeez. Five to Oof. seven year delay. Oh, <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> stupid. All right, time to jump into E3. We're going to just hit all of my guests from the first one to the last one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Venture Beats. First one. Uh, First uh, conference. If you guys will excuse me, I'm gonna take a nap. Wake me up when it gets good. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, excuse me, EA. Um, so EA was on Saturday. No, Sunday. It was on Sunday. I don't know. It was on mm-hmm. Sunday. Sunday through uh, Tuesday, I think. Hey, that's what it was. Yeah. So e- EA was the first one. Lots of Star Wars. Bioware announced their new game. I'm not quite sure <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about Andromeda. Oh, oh, well, that yeah, that bombed pretty hard. Maybe that's why I decided to do a new game. Well, Um, that wasn't Bioware, which is probably why it didn't do so well. This is the game. uh, This is the game that Bioware was working on, while some other uh, group of Yahoos made Andromeda. (laughs) It's like yeah, we gotta. We gotta clean clean our name up. It's like, but we didn't actually do it. You think these fans know that? <laughs> so it's called Anthem. Uh, that's their new game. Um, I'm not. What do you? I'm sure you guys watched it. What exact? I'm not really sure what's going on there. They like jumping into robot suits or something. I'm. 
So, lost. so if you watch the other conferences, then you would have seen the gameplay trailer. Uh, That's is that the the one with the powered armor? Uh, yeah, it's basically yeah, kinda... Iron Man in space. Uh, it looks fucking fun. Yeah, could be tight. Like, uh, it seems like you got different suits that have uh, different focus. You could do like uh, some pretty cool squad based shit. Mm-hmm. Or solo it, just depending upon what your gameplay style is. Looks like it could be neat. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, I always like when it's you see people attempt to do shit, and then like some other studio takes it and just does it, you know, properly. <laughs> Remember those Iron Man games on PS3? Yeah. Uh, uh, those didn't uh, stick, but this just looks fucking looks pretty dope. Uh, and it's everything was beautiful at these conferences. Yeah, I want a 4K TV. Looks really good. Yeah. I really, really do. I want a TV. (laughs) (laughs) That would be good. That's a first start. Yeah. So, uh, I know, overall, I thought their conference was was pretty good. I think that big, long 30-minute demo of Battlefront 2 could have waited until after the conference, but... uh, that said, I am looking forward to that single-player campaign. It does look tasty. Flying all the fighter... It's just, I want to play that. It looks, yeah, it looks very pretty, and it's Star Wars. Yes. Uh, now, this, um, a way out... I mean, what they said it was strictly just co-op, I mm-hmm. believe they said. Like, each person plays the character, and they walk through this char- their story in split-screen, or if, I guess if you're doing it over... Yeah, or whatever it would be that, but it um, that looks cool, very yeah. story driven. Yeah, should be something. I'm very stoked for a number of reasons on this. One because it's the same team that did Brothers, and that game's fucking brilliant. Mm. Um, we talked about that on the first episode of this show, <laughs> the Crying Game. Yes, uh, <laughs> and this uh, I, first of all, I, also it just looks good. The story looks really interesting. Um, there's that, and it's pretty. Um, but like, finally, somebody said like, let's make a game that's not only all co-op, but like designed to be played for couch co-op, which yeah. is just something that isn't done. Um, and it, I don't know. I'm super stoked for that. Mm. Me too. Glad they're bringing back that whole co-op experience, though. Just. They're encouraging people to be in the same room again. That's always nice. Yeah. Uh, and I, right, uh, it looks like the story is pretty expansive too. Like it starts when one person's going to jail, and then they, you break out, and then I guess you do other stuff. So that's gonna be fun. Uh, yeah. Battlefield One. I guess they're just giving you more content for that game. Yeah. So. Looks. Deal, DLC from uh, some other fronts. Yeah. Because you can play as Russian ladies, so that's cool. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not into Madden or football or any sport, really. Uh, but I do like how they're trying to do that whole story-driven thing, kind of like what they did with Fight Night. I oh, oh, like uh, when, they, uh, when they tried to bring back uh, Blitz. Yeah, did there they? was a story element there. They did that for Blitz. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. 
So Is it really? Look too far into it. I think I want to say one of the NBA games had a story mode too. Uh, yeah. oh, but but well, I am kind of I am interested in that. I would like to see like a game based narrative on of a whatever sort type of storyline they'd like to depict in that. Yeah, I was interested because so they did this last year with well they're doing it now with Madden, but last year they did it with FIFA. Like, you play as Alex Hunter, and blah, blah, blah. And this year they had the trailer for FIFA 18, now the, the journey, Hunter Returns. So mm. he's coming back, continuing the story. Um, and it looks like NBA Live 18 is the odd man out with no story mode. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't. I actually skipped around while that one was being, uh, while they were talking to that one, about that one, I think. Mm. It looks pretty. Yeah. Yeah. It all looks so damn pretty. But um, I, I like that. I, I hope they start doing more. I mean, if they did a UFC game with a story, and I would definitely play that. I actually love UFC and story stuff, so that would be great. Just mm-hmm. play Death yeah. Jam Vendetta. That's like the street fighting equivalent. But yeah, actually... Vendetta, I'd say to someone looking to include a story mode in an MMA game, look at that and kind of build off of it. I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever really topped the Aki engine, which is the uh, the fighting engine, well, really the wrestling engine that they adapted to that game. Mm-hmm. That thing goes way back, right? Yeah, that was like like uh, with the N64. And that first uh, yeah. uh, WCW NWO game. Yeah, that was my shit. Oh yeah, that, played that so much of that. <laughs> so good. God damn, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so then there's Need for Speed Payback. The game. The looking at it. With this? What was that? So what's the gimmick? I mean, by Payback, is this sort of like a revenge type deal? Uh, you know, I kind of tuned out on the trailer. <laughs> I, I don't really know. I, I watched it. First of all, again, it's very pretty, uh, but the, it's, it's just Fast and Furious. <laughs> okay, because I remember, I think the last game I played is maybe the first they started you know, adding the gimmicks to it. It was back when I was, like, I think either in middle school or late elementary. It was like, oh, yeah, we got this new game, Hot Pursuit. Yeah. You get... By cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they one, made that movie. Um, it looks cool. Uh, I mean, pretty. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it just makes me wonder why they didn't just reach out to Vin Diesel and be like, "Hey, let's do a fucking Fast and Furious game." Uh, that that's a. You probably get you could probably get your money back, but the the front costs on that are going to be through the roof. Yeah, if you want to have all the cast, but you know, I bet a lot of those guys are gamers, and you could probably reason with them to you know mm-hmm. lower their rates. That game would, yeah, that game would sell incredibly well. I think it oh, would, yeah. especially uh, if they tied it in with the next uh, next movie. Well, they'd have to market it because I'm pretty sure there was one that I was surprised to find at GameStop on the shelf one day. It, it would be kind of neat if it was like a story in between. Hmm. Yeah. Possibly. Um, trying to remember if they, uh, the other 
any other trailers. I think this was it. Yay. Uh, uh, yeah, that yeah. Battlefield stuff, or Battlefront stuff, ate up a lot of time. Yes, it did. <laughs> they really wanted to show that game off. For good reason. I mean, it's Star Wars. Um, so what did you guys think of the EA one? Lionel, I kind of get an idea of what you thought about it. Yeah, it was... It was Okay, I think like one of the problems that part of it is is that I don't have something current gen. Granted, mm-hmm. there were E3s where I didn't have anything current gen and still just got pumped looking at it. Um, some combination of the industry changing and me just being like a dejected old fart. Uh, that being said, what happens with a lot of these conferences is that there's a whole lot of stuff I'm not interested in, and then there's one or two things, and a lot of that I'm not interested in isn't even what they're trying to put in front of me as much as how they're doing it. There's like way too much old guy in a suit talking about stuff and not enough of what we're actually here to see. Hmm. How about you, Mike? What did you think overall for it? Um, I thought it was fine. Um, I was a way out. Is probably definitely the standout, or that that looks great to me. So I'm excited yeah. about that. Um, I, as far as their conference, um, all they showed was kind of a teaser for Anthem, and the gameplay came, uh, I think, at um, Microsoft stage or somebody else's stage, but. Yeah, um, Microsoft. And Battlefront looks cool, so I, I like to see that. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, another thing that they uh, that made me happy that they actually did, that they didn't report on here, was that uh, now that I have a new PC, um, they are giving away like Origin Access for a week, so oh, nice. I, so I'll actually be able to go and try out Battlefield 1 and Battlefront 1 and uh, Andromeda and some of the other stuff that I've been missing out on, so I thought that was cool of them to do that. Most importantly, be able to run it. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. always good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Before awesome. we before we move on, something that I think got released mm-hmm. in relation to this, but before even the EA conference, um, that Kingdom Hearts three trailer, Joe. Oh yeah, I still uh, haven't even watched that. Yeah, it was good. It was it very looks, good. It looks good as fuck, but it made me and Joe sad. I saw that. Well, yeah. Yes. Well, we'll get there, because they showed that in the Sony, uh, Sony okay. I believe. No, they didn't. Wasn't it in EA? No, it wasn't anywhere. Kingdom Hearts 3, they just dropped it online. Wait, did they? I thought they... Oh, okay. Yeah, it just showed... It just, it just came, came out just so came, close. Okay. I thought it was related. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember. They didn't. No, they didn't show it. Yeah, you're right. They probably just dropped it. There were a few things like that. Yeah, which is which is insane now. The uh, but sorry, Mike, you go ahead. I said, well, it was strange. I don't know why they didn't just uh, put it at Sony's conference. It would have made a lot of sense. Yeah, it would yeah. have. I mean, people would have been pretty stoked, but. I, it's sort of weird, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to Microsoft. Same from VentureBeat as well. And uh, <laughs> the one thing I loved about Microsoft's conference is, like, for like most 
of it in the beginning, it was they were just trying to get the whole crowd super hard on Xbox One X specs. <laughs> I mean, they were just going just going off. Yeah. Like, look at my shit. Look yeah. at my shit. <laughs> That's what they were doing. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, ugh. Yeah, and it's always a bad sign when they dance around the uh, uh, the price. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They drop it yeah. very casually a little bit later. It's uh, yeah. 500 bucks. Yeah, so they, they, like, they were just saying, like, gigaflops here and double RAM here, and just, they just kept going on and on like, and on. Look, look at my it. shit. Check this out. Pimp my console. <laughs> I got the rims and the spinners. Yeah. We are the most powerful console ever, Mm. as they said over and over again. Um, But anyway, yeah, Project Scorpio is now Xbox One X, 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 X. Um, X, Bone X. I mean, it supports 4K. I mean, it's connected to the. Sorry. (laughs) As soon as they finished talking about how powerful the damn thing is. And they finally showed a game, which was, I believe, Forza. That was the example they gave for it. Um, it looks amazing. I mean, of course, they would show a race card game because it's, you know, gives you the opportunity to just show you how amazing the graphics are on a car and the lighting and the weather and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So it looked amazing and it made me so desperately want a 4K TV. I mean, it just, uh, God damn it. So you got yeah. an Xbox One X. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's that is- why my interest in this kind of waned, because all I saw with a lot of this was, this is a lot of money I just don't have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I no. don't even have a TV right now. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I mean, these games might be like, tight and real but you know what else is real my goddamn poverty <laughs> all right okay we've we now established that lionel is poor as fuck um mm-hmm. now the metro is that a, that name sounds so familiar is that a sequel yeah it's, it's a, it's a follow-up to it was like metro something something london right metro yeah. 2033 and then there's metro that, last light Okay. Uh, I think they're made on like some rush, uh, or they're. I might be confusing it with Stalker. It might be oh, okay. based on another series of Russian books, but I, I could just be confusing it entirely with Stalker. I but, think it, you know, I think it was because I heard, I heard, uh, I think I heard Metro come up when they were talking about how authors react to their uh, properties transitioning the games. Apparently, the guy who wrote the original Witcher novels doesn't think too highly. Of oh. his addiction. Hmm. Really? Interesting. Uh, um, but yeah, the Metro thing looked cool. Uh, I haven't really played any of the other ones, but it looks fine. Yeah, I think um, I played a demo for one, but um, you know, the, the best thing about me watching uh, the Microsoft conference is that, yeah. well, they really do call it a Microsoft conference now. It's, you know, I can, I'll be able to play this shit because it's all coming to PC. Oh. Basically, yeah. nothing they announced was actually exclusive to just the Xbox One. Uh, nice. and it's all coming to PC. Well, that's that's awesome. It's basically I, just oh, you you tired of them people talking about PC Master Race and rubbing their graphics in your face? Get this X. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, um, for me, it's so, I, I think for a lot of people, it's just like 
no reason to buy an Xbox One. So is it their from money like, what? So is it like from here on out, every time they release uh, a game on Xbox, it they're gonna release on I guess their Windows. <laughs> Windows 10. Things. Yeah, yeah, that thing. So, yep. okay, that's cool. I didn't know that. Um, all right, so the next big thing, Assassin's Creed Origins. I never got into any of the Assassin's Creed games. Uh, have either of you guys played them? Fell, yeah, I fell off at 2, which is sad because that's also where I got on. <sighs> oh. Um, uh. after, after I completed it, it was good, but I was just kind of tired. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this at this point, I think three was in the works. Did so you play Brotherhood? I started Brotherhood and realized I was still kind of worn out from two. <laughs> Brotherhood is basically what they Better wanted. To, yeah, it's what they wanted to make. It's funny because they even retread scenes and it looks better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I tapped out at three because that was kind of the conclusion of kind of part of the story. Um, mm-hmm. And then all the other ones, it was just, it was getting insane at that point, like too hard to keep up. And yeah, from what I was hearing from like the outskirts of it, it was a lot of people just like sitting there wondering, okay, why won't you do blank? Because mm-hmm. after playing two, one of the things I thought was, oh, I can't wait till this hits the modern day. Because, you know, I'm looking, I'm interested in these mechanics in a modern setting. Uh, well, and, and there were other people who were like, okay, why haven't we gone to any part of Asia yet? Why haven't we gone to this civilization, that civilization? And, yeah, well, they, it seemed like for a while folks just got burnt out. Yeah, well, they did do modern day stuff more and more in 3. Like, there is a big chunk of it. Well, there were there's like I remember there was like segments in two, and it looked like there were some in Brotherhood, and but I was I was waiting for the game. Yeah, in well, the they, modern day. they stepped it up with three, um, and I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, I remember feeling like I wasted my time after I beat three somewhat, but mm. I also feel like it was enjoyable. Uh, it did. It definitely did some stuff that I had never seen in a game before. Uh, mostly with regards to like, there's some narrative stuff that I thought was cool. Um, some stuff they did with like Native Americans that was I thought was cool to put in the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I remember feeling kind of like it was like you said, it was just too much, um, too much of the same thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, the last one I tried to play was the PSP one that got ported to PC, and it just felt too clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for me, it's <laughs> I've been watching it f- from the sidelines for a while, kind of stumble. Like Unity was a big stumble for them. Uh, I don't know. It just kind of looks like, from what I've been seeing from afar, it's like, what are they doing? Um, mm-hmm. But and there's been a couple that I've heard that are worth playing, but. Uh, this one, I feel like they're, I don't know, well, they're going far back to, like, the origins of the Assassins. Yeah, the and, ancient world. Yeah, and that's super interesting to me, and, like, me too. going back to biblical times, so I may check this one out. Yeah, I'll say I have something, of it, some interest in it, if only for, for like, the setting. Yeah. 
Which is kind of how they sold a lot of their games. Yeah, like, exactly. If you're interested in this period of time or this point in history, these figures. I mean, like, uh, I feel like between two and Brotherhood, that was just like history porn. If you really like Renaissance Italy. Yeah, I saw a leaked memo somewhere where they talked about different things. Uh, and why they had ruled out stuff like World War Two or uh, Asia, but I can't. I'd love. I would personally love like Tokugawa era Japan because that period of time was just like rife with like mm-hmm. intrigue and political moves and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it, it would be like perfect for that, but I, I can't remember why. I'm gonna try and find out. Yeah, it would be interesting to know why they didn't decide to go with those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see. They got a, they got a lot of work to do because they burned a lot of people getting here. <laughs> they really did because they were just tossing them out too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, where did where did that one on the PSP take place? Uh. That was like in Louisiana. Right? Oh. It was like uh, southeast, like in the bayou, sort of. He oh, as, yeah. He played as like a free slave or, or something like that. Yeah, I think what was it? The big thing with that is is she could assume basically three different guises that would allow her access to different uh, locations or interacting with different people based on people's perception of her. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely see how well this one does. Um, actually, what was the between this one and the last one that came out? Was it has is it been a two year gap or three year gap or? It's been a. Remember? I think I think it's been a, it's been a longer while? gap for this one. Okay, that's actually <laughs> which probably is, good. Which is what they needed to do. Take a break. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right, um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, so this next one. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. When they brought this guy out, they kind of made it seem like it was, he was a really big deal. Like, he used to be a professional gamer, and now he's making his own game. I have no idea who this person was, or this game. Have either of you guys heard of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? They were, like, trying to make a big deal of it. Nope. I didn't think so. Uh, yeah, it's it's been getting really big on Steam. Okay. Uh, lots of Let's Players... So, it's basically a battle royale scenario, um, and like a giant map where it's like, I don't know, what they say, like over 100 players or something, where you, yeah. you just fight everyone to the death. 100 million or something like that, yeah. I mean, apparently it's doing really well, so I guess it's a big deal. Cool. Um, Deep Rock Galactic, I hate this, um, yeah, that was a game that came out. They showed a trailer for that. I've never heard of it before, but I got that good stuff for you, man. I got that deep rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, deep every crevice. Then State of Decay uh, Two. Th- this one looked weird, but or deep rock anyway. But, uh, yeah, yeah, player unknown looks fun. I guess that's a get for them, which is pretty mm, cool. Yeah. But, but it's an, another thing where it's it's I think it's 
I think all the console exclusives are timed, uh, so which means they'll eventually come to PS4. But I'm not sure on that. I think I heard that somewhere. Uh, and I and I guess like you were saying, it's really popular on Steam, so maybe that's why it was a big deal. But people were probably really excited to know that it's coming to Xbox. So okay, I guess that makes sense. Um, uh, State of Decay. Did not play the first one. Um, I, zombie stuff. Yeah, I played a little bit of the first one. Mostly a demo that was kind of long. Um, I'm excited for this one. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, what separates it is the whole, like, you can, like, save survivors and then bring them back to your base and then, you know, take them out on missions and then people can die and you can switch characters, um, but, but the whole, like, base building mechanic of it is, is pretty cool, you know, having to forest or forage for resources and stuff, so, I don't know, it looks, it looks fun. Yeah, when I, when I saw the trailer, when the conference was happening, I was start I was started rolling my eyes, like, oh god, another zombie game, but then, yeah, when they started doing the base building thing, that, that was really nice to see, because it just, it felt different, and it's so nice to not see another zombie game where you're just running around and shooting zombies. Yeah. Uh, it's just so tired. Um, cool. And now they, they tried to make it... I know because they own Minecraft at this point. I mean, uh, they I don't even understand what change they made. They said it's now 4K. And when they were doing, like, the... You know, trying to show you how it looks differently. I mean, it looks a little... I I don't really know. I don't really know what the difference is between how it is now and that. But they were trying to make a big deal of it. Uh, but none of us played Minecraft, so I don't think any of us were excited for this. I mean, were any of you guys excited for this new look of Minecraft? Um, I never really got into Minecraft, so... Meh. So. Yeah. 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 And then Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Another Ooh, they got the Dragon fighting Ball. game fans nuts. Yeah. Uh, there's already, like, serious business, like, shade-throwing at uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 over how hard this DBZ game has overshadowed it. What? Wait, what? Really? <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a number of memes out about that and folks just saying, yeah, screw Capcom versus Marvel 2, I'm all about this. What the hell? Um, okay. See, part of it is is um, it's Arc System Works, and they were the ones who made uh, Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue, but they also, they did, which didn't, I don't think got released out here, a, a Fist of the North Star fighting game, uh. which took the mechanics uh, alongside all the... Um, just all like the visual elements, uh, stuff you saw in the game, in the in the anime, the source material. It's just like an amazing adaptation that uh, you know marries the uh, fast and frenetic pace of Arc System Works games with the like raw ass violence and action level of um, Fist of the North Star. So they're a really good fit for this. Hmm. It's just like the perfect team up. There's just so many of them, though. <laughs> there's so there's a lot, but there's a lot, but this is going to be nothing like the previous ones. The previous ones were very much about like 
uh, gameplay that was accessible by just you know by just about anyone. You didn't have to like video, didn't have to like or be able to play video games to play these DBZ games. Whereas this one, very much uh, the fighting game. There's probably going to be a bit more accessibility, but there's going to be a lot of depth there for folks who are really looking to get into it. Ah, and it just that looks one. amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, it does. It looks super pretty. I was pretty impressed, but I'm, I'm kind of curious. Like, with games like that, use kind of the cell shading technique. It's always kind of when you look at it, they haven't quite perfected making it like completely look 2D. Like you can always kind of see the volume there. Mm. I just think it's interesting how they. I didn't know how you solve for that. Yeah, I feel like. Arc Systems so far is kind of like been the best I've seen in getting closer to it. To the degree that there are a lot of points where I can kind of lose lose myself in it and forget, okay, these are actually 3D models. Mm-hmm. Mm. The only one that I've seen come, come like the closest and actually do the best job of that, I know it's not 3D, but South Park, they have nailed the look of it being well, a cartoon. That's a much too, simpler art style. Well, yeah, it's, it's yeah. art style to replicate. But no, credit where credit is due. They, it looks like playing an episode of the yeah, show. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it but, really, really yeah. does. It's because they, well, the characters and the environments are technically 2D. They're just on different planes. Yeah. It's kind of parallax uh, scrolling, I guess. Yeah, well, my brother loves the Dragon Ball game, so he probably might be super into playing that. Um, Tacoma. I have That's a city out here. <laughs> I've kept hearing, keep hearing about this game, Fulbright, Fulbright, and I would do want to give this a try. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Outer space stuffs. Yeah. Yeah. Space I game. like space. It's by the people that did Gone Home, so that's interesting. Was was Gone Home good? I I never got a chance to play it. It won a shit ton of awards, but I didn't play it. It's still on my mm. list. I think I have it on Steam. <laughs> I haven't played it yet. Oh, yeah. And then they did a montage of a bunch of smaller games. They went through them really quickly, though. I didn't really get mm-hmm. a chance to see what the heck was going on with all of them. But they look really neat. A lot of really cool indie games. Yeah, uh, they, um, this list omits some of the some of the games that did get a little bit more time, like Cuphead. Cuphead looks so good. Yeah, it really does. And there yeah. was that's coming out in September, I believe they said. Yeah, finally they finally gave it a release date. Which September. Is nice. And then then there's the, uh, that uh. Last Night trailer. Yeah. Now, that's another zombie one, too. That no. actually looks... Cool. That actually I, looks really good. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, maybe I'm mistaking it for the one. When there was the big bear at the end, maybe I got the mixed up. Yeah, you're thinking of something else. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I'm talking about... <laughs> you're talking about the Giga Bear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one was that? <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name. I can't, yeah, I can't remember. Date. Was that Ubisoft? Hold on, I think so. I don't know. We'll we'll get to it. I think it we'll get to that one. Yeah. shows up. 
But the last night, yeah. it's it's a little blip in here, but I put the full trailer because they did show the full trailer in the conference. Uh, oh, it's, there it is. It's right underneath there. It's just it fucking looks so pretty. It's Check like it it's a just a cyberpunk game. Uh, it looks like some sort of adventure game, but they really. Oh. It's what I like to see. It's they've basically taken kind of. Uh, I know they took the the 2D pixelated art style and they did something really interesting with it. They just added more layers and more effects and just it looks fucking amazing. Wow! No, I missed this one. I did not see this one. This wow, this looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, I am really digging this blending of art styles. This is really cool. Yeah, it's so huh. pretty. It's just might be the prettiest game I've ever seen. Ah. I love when they do that. I love when they mix two D art with three yeah. D. Spills alive. Oh god, it does. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm glad you put that in there. Uh, it's coming out on Xbox One and PC. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, what else is in Microsoft's? Oh, Sea of Thieves, Pirates, Arg. Yeah, uh, that that was like the the, the pirate ass pirate MMO, right? <laughs> yeah, it looked good to me. There's a couple pirate games. Is this an yeah, MMO? There's another one here. Yeah, I think so. Uh, isn't this is isn't this Rare's new game? Yes. Oh, Rare, what happened to you? <laughs> um, not saying it looks bad. It doesn't look bad. I'm just, from what they used to make to... Anyway, it's... It looks, oh, ooh, the cannon fights, and it looks cool. Something about it. I appreciate the diversity and shit you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I'm worried that the diversity will stuff will all be bare-bones stuff. Yeah. Um, that, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, it is a possibility. Like, you can't specialize in treasure hunting or pirate hunting or... Yeah. I'm kind of hoping that there's a bit of depth to all of it. Yeah. You're just a pirate. <laughs> That's all. You're just a pirate. Um, so... Well, it's it's not that you're just a pirate, because there's pirates that don't fuck ton of shit. Um, it's well, just the, the fear is that it'll be like... Okay, here's the treasure hunting mechanic versus uh, all the mechanics you can do with any number of things. Right. Uh, and I'm looking at this trailer again, and it, I'm only seeing them fighting on boats. That gets me thinking, so wait, how is this going to work? It's just like, if it's a massively multiplayer game, do you just kind of jump into like an event? And then you just kind of play play that event out? Like you're just battling ships? Or you can walk around... Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think like what we saw is basically like finding an area, exploring it. They find yeah. a ship, and then they find an island, and then there's a uh, a ship to ship fight. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping it's uh, there's just a lot more depth with what you can do. Um, I'm I'm worried, and I guess Mike's worried too, that it's just kind of like Sid Meier's Pirates with better graphics. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully it's as good as that game. 
Yeah. But, you know, again, there was like a handful of stuff you can do, and it was all pretty basic. It just all came together really well. Mm -hmm. All right, what we got next here? Crackdown 3. Terry Crews. (laughs) He is. He did so well. I I really thought he was. Is he going to be in the game? I would would like him to be. Most likely. Yeah. People are. Good old takers. People have been asking for another crackdown for fucking ever. So I'm sure this is a nice payoff for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, we got Ashen. Never heard of Ashen before. Wait, because it's probably new. That's why. Um, <laughs> Joe, that's what happens when you don't put your lotion on. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my elbows. Um, so Ashen looks neat. It looks weird. S- yeah. Uh, it looks like a. Some, it looks like a. It has the same style of like an indie game that I've played that was 2D but kind of made three dimensional. So it's. It looks like to me. It looks like survival horror Lost Souls. It's like one of those games, except you're not a badass immortal knight. You're a very squishy kind of human. <laughs> <laughs> Looks cool, I guess. It's yeah. Interesting. I don't want to know what's going on in this. I'm liking all the characters. Very unique. Um, now, for the next one, my sister is like super into Life is Strange, that whole series of. Wait, is it a series? Well, just the game. Yeah. She likes. It's a couple of games. I think there yeah. was a bunch of games that got released. Well, it's a. a, a I should put this kind of like Telltale, episodic. They, you said, yeah, it's there episodic. You there you go. That's it's an episodic no. game. Uh, she super loves the story and the characters and all that stuff, but uh, I wasn't really for me. I never played any of them, but I, I just I never got to play it either. I played the demo. The, the first episode's free on Steam. I'm not sure if that's the same as the PS3 demo I played, but I was really digging it. It was, it was really unique. The mechanic was cool. Uh, sort of similar to stuff we've seen before, but in this okay. setting it felt new. Um, but I was really into like the the setting. Is she, she's like a high school kid in like a in art class, and she's like an art student, and there's just like drama and like shit can go wrong, but then you can like rewind time to like undo things and do them differently. Ah, so, okay. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. I kind of feel I kind of felt like graphically this is. It looks like a step back from... Not like a step back, but for some reason it looks like it's more stylized than the first one. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I still need to finish the first one. Yeah, considering it's the going to be on the new Xbox X, I would have thought they would have amped it up with damn graphics. <laughs> still looks good, though. It's okay, it's okay. Uh... Middle Earth, Shadow of War. Oh my god. It seems like they're like doing more with the Nemesis system, which is kind of what had me interested in that first game. Yeah. Oh, it's tasty. I still haven't played the first. It's on my list. I want to play it. Yeah, um, and this looks cool. I like the recruiting mechanic. Yeah, that was kind of neat too. Yeah, creating your own army. I really dig that. Since, uh, 
it looks like these these guys you can recruit got a lot of personality, <laughs> maybe a little too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks fun. Uh, um, the last Lord of the Rings game I played, I think it was on the PlayStation Two, it was the Two Towers. <laughs> I think I remember was... you and Ed like getting really into that, and me just kind of being off to the side, like I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> the Two but, Towers. Um, yeah. On the PlayStation 2. Uh, okay. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It looks majestic. Yes. That's all I have to say. Beautiful. Oh, it is really beautiful. Look at that. Yeah, it's a sequel to Ori in the Blind Forest, which I did not play. Mm. But this does look pretty. Yes, it does. Very much so. Um, what we got here? Oh, Anthems. Okay, so this is what Mike was talking about. They did play it. I must have missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They played it at this conference. Let me check this out real quick. Uh, it's, once again, it looks very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, ooh, wow. Oh, my God. There's like, uh-huh. oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Joe Likey. This That's is, right, Joe. You take that cool. graphical dick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, this, I would like to play this, please. This link they have is a little blurry, too. So if you could find a 4K version, oh. it looks even prettier. Just go to a Best Buy and grab one when I'm looking. Yeah. No, just go to the Best Buy and hang out in front of the game kiosk all day. There you go. Well, I hope they put this in the game. Little kids go up to the employees complaining because you're bogarting the machine. (laughs) I'll just push them over. Uh, Okay, this Anthem thing looks amazing. Uh, I definitely want to try that. Um, Is it coming to PlayStation... Wait, no, it's just for Xbox. Did they announce it for uh, PlayStation 4? Uh, it should it should be on PS4, I believe. So I can play it then. I will. There's always the PC, Joe. I have a Mac though. I don't oh yeah. yeah, it's coming to everything. Yeah, if I if I could, I would absolutely play it on the PC, um, but I can't. Mm. Uh, all right. Was there anything else? You guys can think of for well, Microsoft. It says right there they announced backwards compatibility for the Xbox. Oh yeah, the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people lost their minds when they showed that. It took them fucking long enough. <laughs> they were quite happy when they showed that. Um, like a year back, I was I was like really upset because like I got real I really wanted to play um, Otogi and Otogi too. Mm. and just due to like how little they'd done in regards to the whole backwards compatibility thing like you remember they had like the selective backward thing with the uh was it the 360 oh it was only they just chose a handful of games all of which were like the really popular games that had gotten like adapted to other consoles or Mm -hmm. were, were part of like 
you know, game collections or whatever. So it's like, congratulations, you have yet another way to play Halo in Halo 2. Is this the 360's backwards compatibility you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're kind of... Mad. I, I feel like that's kind of what they did with this one in 362, didn't they? But they were... Because they, were, they had to, like, individually do it or something? Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm just hoping there's some way I can play Otogi 2 without having to like you know purchase something from some BS website that's like oh yeah you want this original Xbox $400 <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, is that how much they are no but they're not not pre- they're, they're how should I put this um, they're reaching the point of being like collector's price exclusive yeah. let's put it that way Ugh. I shouldn't have sold my uh Halo Green Translucent Xbox. That would have probably gotten you some money. Nah, that's you guys know the original Xbox produces green sparks? 60 bucks on eBay, not that much. Whoa, did not know that. Uh, All I remember is with the original Xbox, I kept tripping over that huge thing and hurting my foot. It was enormous. <laughs> that was big. Green sparks. Where? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Microsoft. What do we give Microsoft here? Did they do good? I mean, like their past years. Um, uh, yeah, they're okay. They kept There's it, some decent stuff here. They, the same problem as a lot of the other guys, where there was too many guys in suits. Like, oh, look at how amazing this is. Yeah, we're so good. They were just throwing lots of games. Yeah. Really well, they kept it pretty tight. After yeah. the the Xbox One X thing, they yeah. talked about that for a bit, and then they kind of just they I think they did pretty good just showing off games, but um, so the, the criticism that I'm seeing most for them is that there's not really a lot of exclusives, and there's none of their big first party games. So yeah, um, that's as a PC I'm, fan, I'm happy with what I saw. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of surprised they didn't show any, like, Gears of War or any type of main, like, I don't know, anything. Yeah. Give themselves something exclusive, anything. That's kind of a shame. Well, they got, I guess they got to work on that. They need a big IP. They do. Well, Gears of War was, I, I believe Gears of War is there. Well, Halo, what am I talking about? Halo, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're, uh, what are, I don't know, I forgot what they're called. Um, some 343 Studios uh, industry. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're making something. Oh, Halo Wars. That was also announced, too. I think uh, something with Halo Wars was announced. Mm. But yeah, not much love there. Um, okay, let's jump on to the next one here. We got Bethesda. Ooh. <laughs> what? VR. Lionel, lots and lots of VR. No? Okay. Hope you like Skyrim. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, seriously, over the course of E3, like, take a shot of something strong every time somebody says Skyrim. <laughs> so, Bethesda, <laughs> Doom VR, Fallout 4 VR, and Skyrim VR. So, that's, that's cool. And Skyrim on uh, Switch. Switch. And yep. Morrowind of the Elder Scrolls Online. Just lots of, yeah. And, a, and an Elder Scrolls card game. 
so for me, this was the biggest. Why did you have a conference? Right. Uh, but but um, that Wolfenstein trailer looks fucking insane. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. The characters are just all kinds of I, ah. I like the characters. Yeah, it looks good. fucking cool. But that could have been revealed at, you know, Sony or Microsoft's event. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Uh, the Evil Within 2. That trailer confused me. But then again, I never played the first one. Mm. So I didn't really know what the hell was Neither did I. I thought The Evil Within was like... a. Wasn't that? Didn't that have a Japanese? I I must be confusing. With yeah, I want to say that was Shinji Mikami. Yeah, is he doing this one? Cause this I one, don't know. I mean, uh, did you guys play it? Maybe Cassie explain to me what the mm-hmm. deal is with this game. I mean, I Unfortunately, don't... I didn't play. I didn't get a chance to play Evil Within. I didn't play okay. either, but it looks like he's doing this one too. Okay, because it looks. I mean, it's. What I got from the trailer, he's trying to save his daughter or something. It looks really crazy, but the trailer was done in a very artsy farts. I don't know. It's just strange. It looks trippy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's good. It's, I don't know what the hell is going on. But um, we'll see. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, this is a nice bit of marketing. It'll be released October. Was it October Friday the thirteenth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like too many things are lining up with that one. That game is probably part of a plot to summon something. <laughs> <laughs> Good sales. Yeah. Pretty much, but uh, but yeah, Bethesda didn't really need. I mean, come on, they're just yeah. their stuff could have been shown everywhere else. Another Dishonored. Yeah, another quake. Um, oh boy! I don't really care about any of it except for Wolfenstein. Even though The Evil Within and Dishonored look good, but I didn't play the first ones. Uh, yeah, not much going on there. Yeah, that Wolfenstein uh, trailer. Okay, so it seemed me like with Bethesda, they didn't really even need to do this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, not really. So, I mean it. I, I like Doom. I'm not doing yeah. it in VR. I'm not <laughs> Fallout 4 in VR. I'm not doing any of that in VR. So, <laughs> so I don't know. This stuff was Yeah, fun. it's just shit that, like, when we eventually all have VR headsets in 15 more years, we'll eventually <laughs> go back and try, but... Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, this was actually kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, no, wasn't wasn't bad, but wasn't... Uh, they they had just enough to kind of almost justify a conference but not not really for me like like they probably had to like really sell their case when they were like at the like whatever e3 board or whatever the whoever the hell you talk to to get yourself set up for this yeah word yeah the guy the guy who clears it was probably like "Eh, okay all right Got some more Skyrim? All right, fine. Here, just set yourself up. Um, okay, let's move on to the next one. We got um, Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, we got <laughs> Mario. Now, this one blew my mind into why it happened. Mario plus rabbits. Raving rabbits. 
Kingdom Battle? I, I just, I'm so, I don't understand. So, wait, is this just like uh, Mario Party featuring the rabbits? No, it's more like, uh, like a strategic, oh, crap, what's a good name? It's uh, a platformer shooter. Yeah, but there's another game that's already out that's like it, and I can't remember the name. But that Princess? It's, it's, no, no. <laughs> it's a turn-based that's- it's a turn-based uh, strategy, tactic strategy. It's a, it's a, shit. What's it called? Is that what rabbits is? No, it's so far from that. They're like a party game thing where you just play mini games and stuff. Um, but they're coming together to make this. I don't know. And they brought Miyamoto out. I just don't understand. I don't know. That, that, that old man probably doesn't even know where he is now. <laughs> they just drag him out and have him talk about shit. Like this. <laughs> and then drag him off. Well, he had an interesting title, which was something, some kind of representative or something, like creative and like Nintendo. Yeah. Like a representative of the world he actually comes from. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that's what it was. It's like the XCOM games. XCOM games. It's set up like that. So it's like a turn-based type of, you know, where you kind of... Strategy, tactical... Exactly. Yeah. But instead of aliens and, you know, that replaced them with Mario and rabbit freak games. Yeah, I don't know. To me, it's kind of... It's cool that Nintendo's uh, sort of allowing their IP to interact with other properties, but also kind of... Like, I don't... I didn't... Rabbids wasn't really on my radar... No, it was on no one's radar. I mean, it's very <laughs> popular. It is popular. I mean, it does very well. They do sell, but it's just out of all games for Nintendo to finally make it appear. What I don't, I just don't get it. I'm just, it's just confusing to me. I, I it's, mm-hmm. whatever. Miyamoto, do what you need to do, buddy. Do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> you've kind of earned the right. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Um, so after that. Absurd nonsense. Um, whatever you said, Assassin's Creed. Uh, the Crew Two. Yeah. Um, yeah. That. I like racing stuff. Yeah. Because you're gonna be racing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are the Crew games? They're they're like a more. Are they a more arcadey racer? I think so. Yeah. It's more like a race everything. I think. Like I guess they have planes in oh, this one. Oh yeah. Speedboats, okay. etc. Yeah. Horses. No. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Donkeys. <laughs> Greyhounds. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, bobsled. Uh, all on the same track. Dog sled. <laughs> <laughs> that was just getting absurd. Um, Stars. Right. So it looks good, but... And then, of course, the game that just... Makes me so happy in the pants. Oh, yeah. South Park. Oh, dear God. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. I still need to finish Stick of Truth. Oh, but you're enjoying that game, right? Isn't that... Yeah, it's it's great. And fun this, as hell, yeah. Yeah. This and, looks dope. Yeah, and even the mobile game that... Uh, but they that's, that's more based on Stick of Truth, right? So, yeah, well, it's kind of, they're just taking on every single genre, it seems like, like in that one. Well, I mean, like, they're using assets from Stick yeah, of Truth. Right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, yeah. But it's just, man, like like you were saying before, I mean, they did 
spot on for making you feel yeah, like maybe the best adaption of something ever. Yes, my God. Ah, so happy for that one. Uh, did they announce? Oh, that is October seventeenth. Okay, cool. Like that's fun. that's proof of how good it is. Where it like it made me. It's one thing for an adaption to be really good. Yeah. It's another where it actually makes you what it makes you like what it's adapting more than you did before playing it. Yes. Like, I started watching South Park again after playing that. That's what they want. Um, That's what they get. (laughs) It also comes with the Stick of Truth. Uh, (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so they're giving that for free. Um, Let me see here. All right. So, So wait, wait, if it comes with it, then do you know if there's going to be, like, the capacity to transfer uh, information over? Oh, I didn't think about that. That would I, be. I mean, because I wouldn't mind playing through it again if I can get like my previous character. That because uh, that guy went on a journey of self discovery. I'm pretty sure we talked about that. I think they said that. Well, they, we talked. To, wait, sorry. What were you saying? Well, I think they said that they're not doing that. Like, well, yeah. the only reason I ask now is since it's coming with it, like the capacity to transfer them over could be a lot easier. Who knows? Maybe they'll give more details. Um, I guess I doubt. Either way, super pumped for that one. Uh, all right, I remember them talking about this whole transference thing a long time ago, connecting a TV show with the game, or is that not what they? Was? They tried that with um, something that was like called Quantum Break. Is it Quantum Break? Yeah, yeah. That it was. Yeah. Did the TV show ever happen? I forgot about that part. I. Don't even know. I or was it? That. Or was it a TV show that was part of the? I don't remember. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's taking place in the game world. They made a huge deal of it too. Like this is going to be the first of. Yeah, well, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So more VR stuff with that, starring Elijah Woods. I guess it did happen. I like him. Uh, Elijah Woods. But, uh, yeah, this looks interesting. Yeah, uh, the uh, TV show thing, but. Uh, yeah, this looks interesting. Looks like something you gotta try to really know what it yeah. is. I mean, if I can be Elijah Woods, finally, <laughs> I will be a happy man. I'm pretty sure it's only one wood, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you gotta do is marry James Woods and then adapt or adopt Elijah Wood, and then uh, you can uh, change his yeah. name. That's a lot of wood. He'll be the Woods family. He's, he's got the easiest porn star name ever. <laughs> he just has to spell the last name differently. Those creepy eyes, too. Um, uh, oh, uh, the next pirate game, Skull and Bones. Well, something we've been saying a lot, this looks pretty. Yes. Yeah. Seems more about ship combat, though. So. Yeah, so basically what happened here is uh, people loved this part of Black Flag and the people, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and the people making it really loved that, so they just made a pirate game. Oh, okay, then. All right. Yeah, pirates are cool. Let's do it. All right, all right. Um, Just Dance. Yes. Yeah, that was weird. There was, like, a dancing panda and these guys in such hero masks <laughs> and a thick ass white woman and, and laser tag vests. It's working. Yeah. 
I was trying to figure out who you were talking about when you said that chick is thick. (laughs) (laughs) There's no one else on screen. Well, no, see, my my video was out of sync when you said that, so I was like, wait, 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 where is he? (laughs) That's good. Um, Those games actually do really well. Mm -hmm. Enough that they put them on stage every year. Oh, yeah. They sell the monies. Also, there was no Aisha Tyler this year. Hmm. I like her. I like her, too. I can't figure out if that was a good move or not a good move. I don't think, yeah. it, I don't think it mattered. It, it seems like there's always someone complaining about oh. her. She's I, great, though. I Even though I'm like, I like her. She seems genuine and, like, actually happy to be here. I feel like most people like her. Uh, but I, I feel like maybe it was a time thing, like mm-hmm. trying to cut down a little bit on the banter and stuff. Yeah, well, there's a lot less show going on in this E3 as a whole. Yeah, that's true. A lot less. There was more just showing the Well, it was more showing the games. There was still too much guy on stage telling you what's awesome for me. I Uh, guess. For me, where that got really annoying was the, the PC gamer... Oh, that was the worst. There was a a couple of instances where I was straight up like, yeah, my nerd level's not high enough to understand this conversation or care about it. They're not really a conference or anything. They're just... Okay. They're more like a talk show, right? I didn't watch it it this year. But I have in the past, and I know it's more like a show when they bring out people and interview them and stuff. Yeah, it's just it's kind of boring. Yeah, we're not good. <laughs> I guess it, I guess it just wasn't for us. It was for that PC master race crowd that are all about their graphical dick. Well, it wasn't even that. They weren't showing graphically intense PC games. They were just showing a lot of indie games and interviewing. But yeah, but they were also like talking about like specs and shit. Oh well, yeah, of course. I mean, the latest rig and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, What's next? Here? Literally, look at my shit. Look at my shit. <laughs> um, Starlink battle. <laughs> Zelda in space. Yeah, buy Zelda my space. buy these toys. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember seeing this for the Switch. They had they finally. This is a weird. It's for work. everything. They got it connected to three or fucking Xbox and PS4 controllers too. Oh my god! Thought we were done with that. <laughs> uh, guess not. Um, Never ends, Joe. It really doesn't. Uh, like it's a, a little too old for that gimmick, but who yeah, knows? maybe it's fun. I mean, my brother, he, he was super into the amiibo stuff, and then he just stopped. And he's 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 only like fifteen. He's already sick of it. I mean, come on, guys, just stop it. Yeah, know. think isn't this part of that that imperative that the I think we talked about something else where. That was basically trying to be like a uh, Metabots MMO. Oh, yeah. Where it was the same thing, where it's like, hey, uh, buy these toys, and it reflects your in-game character. I, I appreciate, like, I like this idea. I kind of wish it existed when I was a lot younger. And yeah. was, like, dying to, ha- you know, dying to have a row battle with somebody. 
<laughs> yeah, it's the like the need is just not there for me anymore. If you know the kids want it, that's that's great. Yeah, they'll probably make some money with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see here. Steep road to the Olympics, aka the game that got some lady killed. I was about to say, I missed that <laughs> one. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of sad. Oh, well, I guess this game came out. Wait, did it? And this is an expansion. Ah, uh, okay. Steep. I guess that's why we didn't hear about it. We were trying, <laughs> we were actively trying not to think about it. Hi, God, Ah, steep. Well, that's a game. Um, Far Cry Five. This has uh, been seeing a bit of controversy. It really has what? it. Um, a couple of things. Um, well, because of, one, because of the setting, it's like in Middle America, and you're dealing with like some like crazy sort of Christian cult. Yeah, white nationalist Christian cult or something. Yeah. Um. So that was setting people off, and then there was a. A controversy where a um, a petition to have the game banned turned out to be a marketing stunt, uh, <laughs> and then you had people who were like legit behind it, super pissed. I didn't hear about the marketing stunt. That's mm. weird. Wow, that was kind of like that thing. Was it with God of War where they actually sacrificed a real goat? Not sacrificed. <laughs> I can't remember which game it was. I actually did that. <laughs> Sometimes these marketing people, I don't think they... <laughs> Holy shit. They get a little crazy with this stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, the Far Cry games have been pretty good. Um... I'm wondering if they're going to do the same thing they tried, they did with three, and tried with four, and have like a super charismatic antagonist you fight throughout the game. Uh, I don't know. Could be good. Uh, that looks, yeah. looks good. I'm. I like that they tackle interesting subjects with these games. Mm-hmm. Um, Ubisoft kind of. Yeah, they're pretty good with tackling stuff like this. I feel like. I usually like their stories. They're kind mm-hmm. of more grounded in reality. Or they've been talking about a little bit darker things, but um, mm-hmm. maybe I can run Far Cry 4 now, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, wasn't the Far Cry they did before this one, like in prehistoric time? Am I thinking of it? Yeah, Primal. Okay. Did that come out? Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, <clears throat> kind of came and went, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Look really awesome. I, yeah, had some interesting mechanics. Uh, um, okay, uh, this next one. This finally Beyond Good and Evil Two <laughs> official announcement. I'm actually glad I didn't get into the game either when it came out or during that time where like the cult following was uh, at a fever pitch. Mm. Due to how long I would have had to wait for this. Yeah. Uh, it looked... Well, it's not even gameplay. It's just... The trailer looked nice. It looks like a very interesting world. Yeah, but I was kind of... I mean, I, I remember playing the first one. And I just kind of... I kind of wish they would have showed gameplay. But, no, I thought the trailer was great. 
it was cool. The monkey and the, all the craziness and the boob physics and whatever, you know, all that stuff. So we'll see where that goes. What about British that? rat monkey? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I was, it was all weird. <laughs> I mean, you guys ever see that blog, Yo, Is This Racist? <laughs> I feel like I need to send this trailer to him because... Uh, uh, it, it looks cool, but I'm yeah. not not quite sure. Um, isn't the monkey the monkey's not? I think he's supposed to be like a British wigger. That's worth it. Oddly, that's kind of where I the vibe I got from it. Even though it's kind <laughs> yeah. of like, how could you tell? <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, people seem to love it. So, and also. I don't know. I like that there was normal-looking women as well as big-titty women. Well, the the thing I appreciate about um, the animals in this is how much work goes into making them seem human-like. Like, yeah. if pigs and monkeys evolved alongside us, this is how they'd look. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be weird. Think about like that, that pig in particular looks like really good in all of his grossness. Yeah, I think about that a lot sometimes. It's like, of all the life, that you know, there's so much here. Yeah. Not yeah. That much, it's kind of random that it turned out to be us. Yeah, every time I start thinking about that, what I imagine is like, like a dinosaur CEO. Like, <laughs> being, being at like a conference table. <laughs> and and like like the guy you're answering to is like a T Rex in a suit. Oh man, I mean when I when I was watching that trailer, the only thing I could think of would be like, huh, there's clearly some cross species loving going on here because everyone well, yeah, in a world where they evolved alongside us, you know it would have happened. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah, there are many signs of it. Uh but yeah, hopefully we'll see some gameplay or more information about it later in the year. Doubt, I doubt this game's coming out anytime soon, though. Probably, I would imagine, like another year or two, most likely. How far would our dicks be blown off if they were like, next year? We've been working on it this whole time. <laughs> uh, or better yet, Everyone, look underneath your chair. <laughs> <Here's> <laughs> Oprah style. You get good and evil too. You get a copy. You get a copy. Everybody gets a copy. You all get a copy. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> oh boy. Um, let me see what else for Ubisoft. There's a new VR game, Space Junkies. There's always a new VR game. Yeah. Uh, o- overall, I think they VR game. Mm. You'll get up. I think they had a pretty decent conference. Uh, yeah, it wasn't prob- bad. Probably second to me, next to Sony. Yeah, some good stuff in there. Um, they could have just showed South Park on loop, and I would have been fine. Yeah, really. <sighs> South Park won it, and everything else was just like the icing, the <laughs> sprinkles, and the cherry. <laughs> Although I am quite curious about Beyond Good and Evil, the first the first game was it was good, um, but I want to know the direction they're going to go with this one because it's been so long. Um, so yeah, good conference. All right, what we got next? Oh, Sony time. 
Yeah. Sony time. It's Sony time. <sighs> and let's just let me just kill all the suspense. They won again. They basically just walked out there, fucking. Pulled out. They didn't pull their dick all the way out. Well, let's say they pulled the balls out the last couple of years. Let's, I think they kept the balls in a little bit. They just. Well, no, I, I said last year. Um, they rolled their dick out like it was a red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas here, here they just kind of like flashed you, and winked at you. So <laughs> yeah, you know, this is for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works. Um, because of course. Anything Uncharted makes everyone happy. Anything. Uncharted Girl Edition. Yeah. It looks cool. I mean, yeah. uh, it really kind of. I mean, I mean, it looks good. I still need to play Uncharted Four, but it just really struck me watching it. Whereas, just like, wow, they're really. I, I can't think of another game that has two female lead protagonists, and that's yeah. basically your protagonist cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just can't really think of anything else, and I'm, I'm kind of glad that they they kind of did this after The Last of Us, where they had a kind of did that with Ellie, did a prequel mm-hmm. with her, where they kind of explore some stuff about her past that was really interesting. So mm-hmm. uh, this looks cool. I'm glad it's happening. Um, I haven't played any of the Uncharted games, and I'm gonna sound like a serious business college douche bro, maybe. But um, what's the deal with this black chick? Uh, she was in Uncharted Four. It's um, like all I remember is like, okay, here's some new Uncharted video, and they were all of her just beating everyone's ass. Oh uh, yeah. Is that the uh, same girl? I I didn't play Uncharted Four, but I believe that's her. Oh. Same character. So she I was this black chick in every video, and in every video she is just kicking the ever-loving shit out of everyone in front of her. Yeah, it looked cool. I need to play it. Really, really good. Um, my brother plays it, like, over and over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that game. He loves all Uncharted, like, tremendously. Um, okay, uh, so this other thing, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds, I I guess the game is DLC because people were um, like cheering a lot for it when it was when it came on the on the conference. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. people really like Horizon um, Zero Dawn. It did What's really well with Ed, like who has it, and he says it's really good. Mm. It's got a really interesting world. It certainly looks like it. Um, yeah, but I guess. Or DLC where that game's gonna do quite well. Yeah, the snow mechanics looks looks pretty cool. Snow, snow physics. Each snowflake. More physics than the other. <laughs> More physics than you can shake a stick at. Yes. So much physics. Um all right, Here's the game you were thinking of, Joe. Yeah, this is it. This is the zombie one. This yeah. is the one with all the zombies. And the bear. And oh, the big yeah. zombie. And the giga bear. Day's gone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is this is lovely. Uh this game I, is grisly. Yeah. It looks like it. Like, like, like it had maybe like the rawest stabbing I've ever seen <laughs> in video game. <laughs> and it uh, wasn't even like a pronounced thing. Like it wasn't like a cinematic. It was just like this guy came at you, so you stabbed him in the chest. <laughs> oh man! Um, but also swarms 
of uh, zombies. I mean, they were just kind of... Yeah. So like, they, they showed this off last year, and it, it was... It was their big. This is what Ben's been working on. So, uh, but yeah, it looks. <laughs> and when they were showing this, yeah, they had the uh, the fucking guys hanging on the real stage. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. What? Yeah, that was pretty yeah. trippy. That was strange. Yeah. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Uh, for a second, I thought it was just like another TV screen, but like, holy shit, that's yeah. someone actually hanging upside down. Yeah, it was. Funny when Sean, Sean, uh, is it Hayden or Layden? I think it's Layden. When he walked out, he was like, Yeah, I just had to walk underneath some dead zombie bodies. They didn't, they didn't tell me about that. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, it, it looks cool. It looks like The Last of Us with bikers. But, uh, uh, I'm down for that, I guess. Yeah, I'm hoping that, uh, it's, uh, very open in how, it's as open as it seems in how you can approach different situations. Yeah, uh, well, it seems like an open world game, and like you just do whatever you want. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the feel I'm getting for it. Uh, so we'll see on that one. They have, um, they have an interesting history. They did Siphon Filter, Bubsy 3D, uh, a bunch uh, of PSP Siphon Filters. They did the Uncharted game on the Vita. Uh, weird. Wow. <laughs> It's amazing that they're still around with a uh, with a mark on them like Bubsy 3D. <laughs> that that that's that's a taint. You gotta you gotta take time and effort in washing out. <laughs> it wasn't. Must be not. Must be getting so much flack. It's Joe, not, see, not Joe, that's because you're thinking of like the 2D games. So the 2D games were good. The 3D game was shit, but it was not as bad it as was it was. You, as garbage melting it into was the not floor. Bad, you bad. took that story yeah. out. Who took that story uh, out? There's a new that? Bubsy. There was a story in here about Bubsy. There's a new Bubsy. I didn't take it out. I, I think we know. skipped it. I, I was the one who put it in there. Um, or we haven't gotten to it yet or something. No. no uh, we did just skip it. It was after the yeah, project. Project oh. Rap Right. Oh, we didn't talk about Project... You're skipping shit, Joe. <laughs> Am I? Which one? Is it, which oh, yo, yeah, you didn't mention uh, uh, Rap Rabbit. Yeah, or, or Bubsy. Well, let's... Me, me and Joe talked about it. Maybe <laughs> maybe us talk... Maybe, Joe, maybe you mistook us talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> right, I well, you. I dropped the ball on that one. Let's just... As soon as we finish the Sony one, let's Our, just do those yeah. real quick. Yeah. Uh, there's only, like, a couple things left on that one. Well, there's nothing um, really to say. That thing's not going to get funded, and Bubsy, who knows? No, no, Bubsy. Bubsy will succeed. <laughs> it will come out. It will do well, and everyone will finally understand how amazing those games were. All right, as Joe. long as long as they don't do 3D again, I'm fine. I'm not going to sit there and say it needs to die for their one mistake. I just want that mistake to be acknowledged as fucking painful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'm not going to deny that Busby 3D was shit. It was, but it just people. It just wasn't as bad as people keep making no, it. See, that's where I take issue. Painful. Jumper Cables. How much time were you though. forced to spend with Busby 3D? I voluntarily went out and rented that game. I I, I chose to play that game. How much? I wasn't, how, how much did you play? I don't remember the exact amount, but I do remember. Not loving it, <laughs> but I do remember not despising it. It was like, huh, okay, this is not good. 
Well, long and short of it was is like the only my only means of kind of like getting away from a lot of really awkward family interactions uh-huh. was playing Bubsy Greedy. <laughs> I was playing that. I'd be left alone. Oh, God. Uh-huh. God damn it! I tried. Why did you? Tried. Why did you so even have it? Hard. Uh-huh. Tried so hard to find like some kind of merit in that game. Why did you even have it? And just it, it was at a cousin's house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Monster Hunter World. All right, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I never got into any of the Monster Hunter games, but in Japan, those things sell like hotcakes. I know that they they do insanely well over in Japan, but never they never ever took off in America though. So I don't know. Did you guys like those games? I thought that game was going to be Turok. <laughs> I don't know why. Turok's a first-person shooter. Yeah. It's also a game about hunting dinosaurs. Yeah, but with guns. And it looked like you were hunting dinosaurs. Yeah, well, it's Monster Hunter. I don't no, care. I never really got into those. The only interaction I've had with Monster Hunter is that weird-ass boss you fight at the end of Peace Walker. Yeah, mm. there's a couple of them, I think. But, yeah, that's basically it. I mean... uh I love watching the trailers for all these Monster Hunter games because they just look so epic and fun. And then they always try and show you, you know, you play it with friends and you're just, you're all working together to take down these huge monsters and just yeah. the idea of all of it. Yeah. Amazing. The but idea of it seems cool, but I don't, I wouldn't know where to begin. And like, unless like the two of you were suddenly like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> right. But then what I finally, tr- I downloaded it on, I think it was the, we the Wii, the Wii, and I played the game, and it's just the controls are slow and clunky, and every time you get hit by a big monster, it does the whole long dramatic animation where it knocks you back, and then you have to wait for him to get back up, and then he just it's just it's just slow and clunky mm-hmm. and just not fun. So I mean, but I, I think it's the kind of game where you gotta play it with a group of other friends mm-hmm. and that's where the excitement comes from but playing this alone it's just it was, just, it was not fun it was boring okay and it's just clunky it's just ugh, it's very clunky but it looks really cool though it always looks cool <laughs> we're gonna play it though um marvels versus capcom that looks super it looks cool yeah i'll give it that storyline I like all the I, mean, I, I like uh, what they're doing like how they've handled the villain yeah it's literally two two big villains kind of like form a crazy ass amalgam um, I like the characters in it so far uh, I appreciate the jumping back to uh, two character teams versus the three mm. the only problem with that is that the cast list was getting really bloated <laughs> Uh, yeah, there were a lot of them. A lot of characters. Shun Li looks fucking weird. <laughs> what? We just don't like. What's really? It's her eyes. They look fake and dead. Oh. It looks like they oh, try cool. to like. They try to like kind of meld the two looks of like Marvel and like Street Fighter, and they got a mm-hmm. weird cartoony thing mm-hmm. kind of in the middle. It's kind of tiny head. Yeah. Okay. I, I, 
I like the I like the fact that um, I guess what started with um, I want to say started with Mortal Kombat Nine has kind of like transferred over to a lot of the other games where there's an emphasis on story. Mm. Like they come up with a really interesting campaign that involves all the characters, lets you interact with everyone, and gives everyone some element of significance. It's pretty cool. Really, I like being able to shove it in the face of everyone who's like, "Oh my god, you don't play video game, you don't play fighting games for story. You care about fighting story in the fighting game? Shut the fuck up." <laughs> um, uh, the storylines in the DC that the uh, DC game uh, are quite good too. So. Yeah, yeah, fighting games are going to push more, even harder, and like following some really cool stories. That would that's awesome. Um, Okay, what we got next here? Ah, Shadow of the Colossus. Never played it. Super pretty mode. If you haven't played, play this. Yes, this looks. I need. I will play this. But, But Shadow of the Colossus, it's amazing. I mean, you you like like. You you play the Zelda games. You like grand ass journeys and big ass adventures and shit. This is that. That's all it is. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. I'm totally fine with that. Um, Blue Point at work again. The long history of doing remasters and remakes. This is a good remaster. This is some of the latest. This shit does look gorgeous. I will say it does kind of clash with the dreamlike visuals of the original take on it mm. but it's also good and it's it, like like what you lose in the sort of like hazy dreamlike aspect of it you gain and sort of like the beauty and the epicness of it right yeah because the, the, the graphics do make this look a great deal more grand I'm fine with that oh man looks really cool uh okay call of duty world war two it got a multiplayer trailer yeah uh, which i was shocked to learn after the fact that this was multiplayer um uh. looks great looks fun um i'm very excited for this i've always wanted a, a really high fidelity world war two game and looks like they're gonna provide it Will it beat Call of Duty 2, though? Yeah. It looks nice. Yeah. It's very nice. It will. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's not a fair comparison. Either way, I guess guess what you got to ask is, will it get you as pumped uh, now as you were then? Because I remember Call of Duty 2 was some serious-ass business for us. I played that over and over and over and over again. It's just... Every single moment of that campaign was just intense. Like it was, it was that game. Of, Joe, I think you were the one who had the console in the game, and it was just like we were all coordinating so everyone got a chance to play it. It was just. I played it on so, PC. So good. With mods. So good. Very good. Uh, uh oh, your favorite game, Lionel God of War. <laughs> um. Yeah, um, I can't really go into it, but the last part of that made me upset. Uh, with the big serpent thing? Yeah. That was the last Why? part. Why? Oh, uh, I remember you. Wait. 
I, I imagine uh, you might call spoilers if I tell you why. No. Oh. Mm. Right. Does it have something to do with God of War 2 or something? Uh, or? Okay. No. Uh, that, that was a slightly separate rant, but... Uh, I see. Okay. Oh, suffice to say, I, I probably shouldn't. Okay. Say. Well, will this be a game you would like to play, though, after seeing the trailer? Uh, eventually, I, I, I'd rather borrow it from someone else, but since I don't live near either of you, <laughs> mm. I probably wouldn't be able to. Maybe maybe I'll get, like, a Gamefly and rent it or something. Yeah, uh, I know you said that was... I like interaction games, and they're put together really well. It's not anything to do with the gameplay as much as, like, I'm, I'm just tired of Kratos... I see. I like him. I think it, they're doing something interesting with his character here. But, uh, I don't know. I'm interested in it. Uh, I still need to kind of finish two and three. And those PSP ones, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You guys need to finish two at some point. I've got, a, like, a rant based <laughs> on that thing that I've held back for, like, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that shit's coming on a decade. <laughs> Um, besides that one, the only other one I have not finished is the one on the PSP, but I played all the other ones with his brother, that one. I oh, they finally, they finally, uh, did a game with his brother in it? Yeah, that was the one on the PSP, wasn't it? Okay. I just remember that was like one of the, um, bonus features of the first game was like, uh, uh, like a vignette regarding the, uh, like unseem uh, the the then sort of like basically they were talking about Kratos having a brother and there being like a story with him and kind of implying that the two might clash at some point. Yeah, that was the one that they released only on the PSP. Wait, and I think they actually no, I think they re-released it on the PlayStation. 2. Okay, yeah, check that one. But those are the only two like out of war. Something, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Finished. Let's, um, let's, okay, let's jump to. Play my, play my movie, because Spider-Man actually closed out the show. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's a, yeah the, the order on here is a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit! Detroit! Play my movie! I... Uh, for the most part, it looks good, and what's going on in here <laughs> rings a little close to home. <laughs> uh... I actually kind of was conflicted in this one. I mean, I I don't know if I feel for them. I really don't. <laughs> I, do. I, 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 I think I see where you're coming from, and I think that's meant to... Um, there's going to be an element of... Um, how should I put this? Your choice affecting how, how relatable or how skeezy they might actually be. Yeah, it's just, because it seems like you can huh. go from you know I'm trying to protect my own all the way up to like I'm a fucking angry yeah. ass anarchist and fuck <laughs> you scum. Right, so no trouble. He's trying to protect his own, but your own were created by the people you're trying to protect. I don't. Um, they're sentient, not- is the thing. And okay, it seems but, like the idea is that they're being ex- exploited. Right. Uh, well, I guess I'll have to play and find out. I, yeah, I am, like, super 
conflicted in this game. I but think that's kind of the point, though, Joe. Yeah, I, in a good way. I, I, I need to play this game now. I'm, I'm, I got ex- some choices to make. I'm excited for it. Uh, I saw an interview with uh, David Cage talking to Jeff Keighley, and he was telling him that he they kind of he really went for it with as far as like the, the script and the engine and everything. Like they're they're not faking anything, kind of. Mm. Like, I played the demo for Beyond, and if you kind of give up, it kind of reroutes you back, so it kind of does that thing, or like it reroutes you on back, on track to the story. What are you saying that they really, like, just branched everything out, and just did the, the, like, the muscle work, so to speak, of just writing all the scenarios out so you can, you know, somebody can die immediately, or they can make it all the way to the end with you and that can happen anytime so okay that's what i was kind of hoping i also hope that he kept things smaller to that end because mm. that was it, it always seemed like that was the problem he'd want to make a like a full whatever number of hours triple a game but then have all these choices factor in yeah Jumbo cables have you played did you play heavy rain that's the only one I haven't played yet. You played Beyond? Well, no, I watched a Let's Play of Beyond because I had the sneaking suspicion it would actually be terrible. Oh, <laughs> well, you should play Heavy Rain. And and Beyond looked pretty bad. For as yeah, for as much shit as you talk about him, like I think you need to play Heavy Rain. Okay. It was widely acclaimed and it's a really fucking amazing experience. Actually. Well, let's let's do a trade. I'll play Heavy Rain, and you finish, uh, whatchamacallit. <laughs> Alpha Protocol? No, um, no, the other play-by-movie. Um, I keep wanting to say Fahrenheit, but that's the European title. I, um, well, that's the wrong one, because I played the shit out of that game. You mean Beyond? Oh, you did play it? I thought you didn't finish it. I remember you saying you got to, like, the bug part and was like, fuck it! I'm done. No, that was like back in the day. I got to the rooftop fight. That was like on Xbox, okay. fucking 15 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and then like probably like five or ten years. I, I don't know how many years later. I went back and beat it on PC. Oh, okay. When I first got my other PC, and Joe bought it for me on Steam. But yeah, uh, I played it. Yeah, I played it a lot. Mm-hmm. The um the only thing. Lionel to worry about with Heavy Rain is this. It is a great game, but the acting is kind of funky. Jason. Well, I mean, I don't even know when, when or where that happens. I've just heard it so much yeah. in the periphery. Uh, it's not even the acting; it's just some of the accents. Like they weren't yeah. cognizant yeah. that they were casting like French Canadian actors who were supposed to live in like Chicago. Yeah. But uh, it's only like a couple of. It's only a couple characters. For the most part, the cast is really solid. Yeah, it's not it's not like super bad or anything. Yeah. It's just a little funky. In it's just part. for sure worth playing. Yeah, it is a very good game. Mm. Uh, okay. Um, what was it? Oh, yeah. we bounced. Okay, so the only thing, stupid red wall thing or that mouse moss thing or whatever I call it. I think, I think moss looked pretty cool. The R. It was cute. It was like, Zelda for little kids. 
but in VR, it, it seems like it um, yeah, I don't know about VR. I think like you, you already had me before you told me to put the weird helmet on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why this is in VR. Or also, VR. I, I, I do not want to do that snack battle in VR. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. No. Oh. Um. All right. Let's skip to the the thing that we all want. Sweet Spider Man. Yes. Yes. God. Yes. Yes. I love his suit. So so amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, are those like seriously high end web slingers on his suit? Is that what the crazy gauntlets are? I guess because he did not run out of. Any webbing at all, and he used a lot. He of had them. webbing to spare. He I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I think the, the white is sort of interesting, but uh, I don't know. I'll, I, I kind of like his look. No, I, no, I love the suit. I was no, just I like too. It's there great. was like something extra done with his web slingers on the yeah. hand bits. It's definitely. I mean, it really doesn't matter to me. It's just um, it's just curiosity at this point. Yeah, I definitely hope there's an option to make it black, or I'm sure there'll be unlockable suits. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh man, yeah. I want HD fucking Scarlet Spider web swing. Oh yes, yes, I want that, and then I also want the Ben Riley costume. I mean, I kind of just want everything. Like, <laughs> really, it looks like the 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 real deal web slinging is back. And yeah. I love it. Yeah, just that shit was so good. I'm just watching the gameplay video again, and it's just everything about this just looks so much fun. And then when he finally did the shot where he's outside swinging, it's just yes. Yeah, is, I, I was saying I hope it's it's fun to play as it is to watch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they had some quick time events, but even that looked. Uh, that's well, fine as long as there's like a point to them it's like it's, it seems yeah. like only there for like uh something that would be really complex and easy to screw up if you were trying to do it with actual gameplay yeah uh, but it, and just looking really, at all you need the the quick time events to do is to just kind of like be there and easy to easy to complete yeah so I mean, basically i think the if i can try and like apply what I imagine to be game making psychology. It's to kind of keep you from cooling off. You know, you don't relax too much. You stay like you kind of stay in that mode you need to be to keep to, you know, jump right back into gameplay. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, when you watch the whole helicopter chase scene, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's so awesome. And it's just he's swinging around as explosions and the quick time events. It's just oh, it's oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it's like really cinematic and kind of reminding me of Uncharted a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm a little. Uh, well, they got the kingpin in there, and I don't know who the Asian guy he's is. A, but, he's uh, a newer villain. I want to say I I saw him pop up around the time, like right before they started doing the uh, uh, Norman Osborn rules the world arc in the Marvel Universe. They got the uh, Asian commissioner. But uh, I'm a little worried that I I really hope Marvel let them tell the story like in the Marvel Universe that they wanted to tell and not 
be like, okay, don't have any X Men characters or you know, no yeah, Fantastic like, Four. You have to include this and this character because we got Homecoming coming out. Or well, they're, they're not doing that. I, I mean, I saw an interview where he was like, they were very much they let him, you know, not tie it. They let them not tie it to the movie and kind of okay build their own Spider Man universe. Uh, he's like a 23 year old college Spider Man. So, but I, I I hope if you know. I hope it just feels fleshed out with like the whole Marvel universe, and it's not like it's everybody except all the shit that Fox owns. Yeah, it's just like yeah, just the ones we own, please. Kind of like uh, what everyone is suspecting is happening with um, uh, Marvel versus Capcom uh, Infinite. Yeah, folks are waiting to hear like anyone from the X Men or Fantastic Four, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's already fucked that, you know, they have a big story mode and none of those guys are in it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Do you think they're going to mix in the Avengers stuff and all that? I mean, or, like, have, I don't know, Iron Man pop up, or do you think they're really just going to try and keep it separate and just do his world? For this game? Uh, I don't know if Avengers would show up, but... Yeah, yeah well, certain characters, it wouldn't be off-base. Like, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man and um, Iron Man have worked uh, pretty closely on the number in a number of instances, mm. and especially like right before the, uh, well during the uh, Civil War thing in the comic books, they actually got a lot closer mm. to the degree that Iron Man made a suit for him. Yeah, yeah, that suit looks awesome. All of the suits, he has so many suits. Yeah, so many suits. I love right. them all. Alright, well, this was definitely at the top of my list for games of the three that I am really happy. Yeah, Sony yeah. did it. For me, they were the only ones that actually made a case for buying their console. Yeah. As they've done, like, the past two years. So, at this point, it's, like, with Spider-Man and Oh, on top of all the other stuff backlogged, it's just like I definitely am gonna get one eventually. It's just a matter of when. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the good thing is that <laughs> they're actually giving you good reasons now to want it. Yeah, seems like Microsoft is struggling. And uh, okay, I think that was about it. So it's sounding like we all think Sony did probably the best out of all of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, I said it. I said it at the very beginning. They, I they won that. They won it just like they won all the others. <laughs> um, all right, let's jump on to the loser. I mean, the last conflict. Ah, uh, here's where we're gonna get some conflict. All right. Well, see, this is the one place you would think there wouldn't be conflict with me on this one, but because I think you guys are just being fat babies. Uh, well, see. <laughs> right. I don't see how I'm being a fat baby, but. <laughs> All right, so bad, Joe. The last conference, if you want to call it that, was Nintendo. <sighs> it's just well, <laughs> well for some oh, for some reason they talked about Rocket Your League. Your bias totally isn't showing, Joe. There's Rocket uh, Rocket League, which I guess is it's an old game that's available it's a everywhere. It's really popular game. But, um, yeah, yeah. So Breath of the Wild expansion. DLC. That, 
that's people are I mean like obsessed with Breath of the Wild, so Yeah, I hear it's 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 I'm getting more and more tempted to be like I gotta find some way to get a switch because I, I I really want to play that game. You know, people love love love. They're saying it's the best Zelda game that they've ever made, and by the looks of it, it seems that way. So I can definitely see why people get excited for that expansion. Um, what's the next thing? Xenoblade. Xenoblade. Fuck that. I don't know. I wasn't really into those games. I don't really games. know anything about it. Yeah, me either. Just I don't know much about that. JRPG. It's giant robots. I mean, it's made by a Monolith. Lithic, monolith people who um Xenogears and excuse me Xenogears Xenosaga. Yeah, basically what seems to happen is like every time like the the team that's making the game gets dissolved, they restart with another IP. Yeah, and I guess this is just them attempting to retell that story again. I guess yeah. I mean, I it's they're oh. They're okay. I mean, that's super popular, but a lot of people do like them. But definitely, Super Mario Odyssey was the one that shined here. Um, this game looks amazing. I mean, it looks really, really, really good. I like how the hats give them all the different powers and stuff. It's a huge open world. I mean, it's kind of like throwing back to like Super, uh, super Mario 64 yeah. Galaxy uh, 3 with the hats. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. Out of all they're showing, that was probably the one that I felt was the most. Well, it's kind of it. really the only one that's like, "Hey, we got some big for you to play on your Switch." Right. Yeah, um, Metroid Prime Four. That was a nice announcement, uh, but apparently it's a completely Metroid's different actually back. Well, yeah. it's a different team. It's not. It's not even the same people who made the original Prime game. So I mean, I, I don't know. I could be wrong on that one. That may or may not be. Yeah. Well, uh, all they we showed really was a, enough. All they showed was a logo. So that's it. Well, no. there's there's something else to that end, and it makes sense of why they uh, killed that um, fan project. Oh yeah, I remember that. That could be why. Maybe. Um, they're releasing. They're doing a remake on the on the 3ds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing, yeah, I'm making it. That actually looks. See, okay, now this is what really bothers me. This is where it begins. Now, they showed that trailer not in their main direct, but on the treehouse thing, which makes yeah. zero sense. I mean, that no was sense a mistake. Yeah. Don't know why they buried that. Yeah, I mean, and they also uh, revealed some other games only in their treehouse thing. So their main direct was like, I think like 27 minutes or 30, I can't remember exactly. It was very, very short, and they just, I, I don't know why they did that at all. That seems like it's a, yeah, one of the big games. I don't know why they wouldn't announce that. And then, yeah. Because, and then, I mean, they casually mentioned that, oh, we're making a Pokemon game for the Switch. Not yes. even a logo to show for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a huge announcement. And then, like, people have been, like, dying for another, like, 2D Metroid game. And they just mentioned like it's nothing so it's like i don't i don't understand them mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course fire emblem they're gonna milk that thing till it's dry oh, they're, they're doing a well no this is a dynasty warriors style fire emblem game yeah right they're kind of curious about they, so they did the same treatment with their zelda game too mm-hmm. rose and hyrule whatever it's called and i mean those 
tend to do well. The Dynasty Warrior games, I mean, I don't know why they... They're dumb it. fun. Yeah, they are dumb fun. People and it's just, it. it's another way to look at, like, uh, to look at and interact with characters you've uh, come to appreciate. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, so all the all the games on here will do well. I mean, like... Yeah, hold on. Yeah, go ahead. You, you, you just skipped over, like... I'm not done yet. No, I'm not Okay, not okay. Oh, 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 oh. It, it sounded like you were trying to sign off here. No, no, no. No, uh, another doing another Yoshi, which mm-hmm. is I have the game I had the game on the, the Wii, and it's excuse me, it's whatever is the Wii U thing, and the game is super duper. It's really easy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. nothing like Yoshi's Island, which was actually a really good challenging game, but this the, these games are just like dumbed down for like just I don't. Uh, it's just they're not mm. fun. <laughs> it's not fun. That's too bad because it looks kind of cool. It looks good. No, the art style is fantastic, and mm. the gameplay is. I mean, looking at it, it looks exactly like the other one, uh, but it's just it's yeah. not difficult. It's very is this simple. A, is this a port or is this a new game? It's a new one. It's okay. but it's um, I guess a sequel. You could call it to the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind of it's like Kirby's Epic Yarn thing, which was insanely simple i don't know they're just like dumbing down the games they're making them really easy i get it to make it just to make it so that everyone can play them everyone can enjoy them but it's just they used to be challenging and fun now they're just games for babies well maybe uh so i'm guessing there was no option to like mess with the difficulty at all not really yeah maybe they maybe that's what they need then yeah it's uh, it's just not challenging anymore their games aren't challenging anymore mm-hmm. really simplified and dumbed down so i i don't know um let me see what's this oh kirby for switch that i love the four player kirby yeah i try and play all of them but this, bring that to me this looks kind of like like it's using the smash brothers engine uh i can kind of see that yeah probably I wouldn't be surprised on that one. Just sort of weird. But, yeah, the Kirby games are never like really hard, but it looks super cute. Yeah, that's yeah, it's super cutesy and not not challenging at all. Yeah, it looks like so. Kirby. Uh, it's it's fine. It's I don't know. I just I mean I like I like I like the idea of maybe playing this with four players since uh, the two player that I did with the. Uh, SNES game was a lot of fun. This could be an amazing party game, and just mm-hmm. fun on its own. You mean Kirby All Star? Is that the one you're playing? Yeah, well, yeah. That was that's my favorite Kirby game. It's just it's done so well. Um, I don't know. I just feel like all of these games a long time ago, Nintendo, they they even though they were so cutesy and fun, they were challenging, and they actually mm-hmm. kind of made you think a bit more. But now it's just like they're just fucking churning them out. And they're all dumbed down. Have you considered be- that you're just old? Well, of course I'm old. I'm complaining. I'm an old man complaining. <laughs> well, I mean, what I'm saying is, it's like <laughs> you, you've you know this formula, and you know you've played it for so long. Maybe some of that is these games come easy to you. Yeah, but just what makes no, no, it's not that they come easy to uh, me. Is that if you play the old Kirby games or any of their old games compared to the versions? Other that they've recently released, 
you can very clearly see the difference in difficulty and challenge mm. and all of that. I mean, you can see it's not just me. So <laughs> at, at what point? At what point do you think it happened? Then at what it, point do you think that they actively made the decision to kill the difficulty? We we, we. <laughs> even said it be we. That's when they did it. I mean, and it makes perfect. Too. Yeah, that would make sense. It's when they got that uh, that new audience that didn't really yeah. play games prior to it, so yeah, right. there would be an incentive to make things easier. Do you think it would be logical to you know amp things up? You know, people are getting older, they're getting more skilled, and maybe they want different types of stories or the same ones, but you know, with higher more challenge. But that's yeah. really the reason is because the Wii brought them this whole giant audience, and they've been trying to keep that audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, I mean, it seems like this could be easily solved with a difficulty option. Uh, yeah, it's sort of like kid mode in Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. See, but that's the thing, though. Like, I don't think they want to do that. They don't want to give you any option to make it difficult. They want you to feel like the game is just friendly and happy. That's all it is. Mm. In which case, they don't get Joe's money. No, and, that, I mean, and that's 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 the thing, though, is that the difficulty option would let them have it both ways. And th- this is where I get even more confused with like Nintendo's strategy. So the Wii, obviously, we know it was all about casual gamers. Then the Wii U, they tried coming back and doing a, you know tried doing a bit more hardcore with like you know Bayonetta, and they just they they tried coming back, but no third party would jump on board because they're yeah. Well, well, that had more to do with that busted ass touchpad they were trying to force down everyone's throats right, right. Yeah, I mean, it, just, it wasn't a good console it bombed but now the Switch I'm not quite sure on their messaging uh, in the beginning they had announced like this whole big thing like say he's like these are all the third parties we're working with we're really going to try and make sure there's games for everybody but now I'm just I'm like well, yeah. maybe they're still working on them but they haven't, like, look at this list. This E3 was their time to do this. This yeah. was the time to announce all this stuff. And they've only announced first-party stuff and, you know, two third-party, which was Skyrim, which is a super old game, and what was the other one? Rocket League. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they're doing anymore. I'm so they, confused. They just have a couple of co- uh, cash cows. Uh, yeah. And that's what they do. They ride their Zelda and their Mario. And well, I mean, do do Sony and Microsoft have a means like this? Like, do they have any sort of like in-house people to make big games like that? Yeah, they're cool party. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. say say what you will. I mean, weren't yeah. we just complaining about Microsoft not having a heavy hitter in their pocket? Right. That's what. That's. A big Microsoft problem. It's the opposite problem of Nintendo is they don't have the exclusive first-party things. Um, and even if they did, it would probably still be on PC. Uh, mm. I think I brought up the point earlier while we were watching all these go down was that the a great solution would be Microsoft and Nintendo combining because then you'd have amazing first-party stuff and amazing third-party stuff, which mm. is really what Sony is doing right. really well. Yeah. It's it's weird that Nintendo ha- can't get on board with like the baseline of like all they would have to do was like ship it with a normal controller as well in addition to what they already have which mm-hmm. and 
beef it up a little bit so that it could run some of the other stuff. I, I'm fine with them not doing that. <laughs> well, sure, but are, are you are you going to buy one? <laughs> I might get a Switch. Yeah, what? but it, it, you know, at the, see, at the like end of the day, it's, it's still going to have all that stuff. Like, there's almost no downside besides a little bit more cost to them in, like, making it a little bit more powerful so it could run Call of Duty or something. long as it's just that, I could be okay with it. Of course, that ups the price. Um, I like that they're not trapped in this idiotic tit-for-tat thing that Sony and Microsoft are in. What do you mean by that? Like, rather than kind of, like, looking for some way to separate themselves. even I mean, even if they are trying that, it's only a matter of time before one just copies what the other does. It's just like, okay, I've got the best graphics. Now I've got the best graphics. I'm doing this yeah. thing with a camera. See, now that, I've got see that, camera. Was why, that was why Sony did so well. Is they just showed the games. They didn't say, okay, we're going to upgrade the PS4 again. They didn't talk about hardware at all. They mm-hmm. just came out and showed the games, Yeah, which is what we all well, no, wanted. What I'm talking now isn't even just E3. It's just the console war in general. I've got... I've just got zero interest in like the the ongoing shit going on between them, which is why I can appreciate Nintendo in spite of the you know the, the fact that it just kind of does the same thing over and over. It's at least something different from what they're doing. I would appreciate it if it was more like the Dreamcast, but it's just yeah, they just do the same thing over and over. See, I, I long for the days where all the consoles were unique. Like, Nintendo's kind of as close as I get. Mm. Yeah, well, so they also yeah. did this Pokemon Direct thing. Mm. They announced some... some it, it was eight minutes. <laughs> eight minutes. I'm not... It was eight fucking minutes. <laughs> so and so they, all they did was they yeah. announced some upcom- upcoming Pokemon games that were going to be coming on the Switch, and you would think everyone was so excited, like all the podcasters that listening to, like people were all speculating, like, okay, they're finally going to be doing something for the Switch, but you know, it's Pokemon related. And all they announced was a second was was Pokemon Tournament, which has been out is their fighting game that's been out for a while. That's coming out on Switch, which was okay. That's kind of weird. And then they released that on their virtual console on the Switch, they're releasing Gold and Silver, which, okay, you're releasing incredibly old games. That's fine. Well, games you can finally get for a reasonable price. It's just... Yeah, it's it's just... (laughs) Oh, like, calls me a stroke. It's just... How much is Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver, Joe? It's those... I actually don't know. Uh, 60 bucks. 60 bucks? Literally went up. Well, where are you buying that game? It should be sixty bucks. It's sixty bucks on the GameStop website. It's sixty bucks at this other game store I go to. You find me a place where it's not sixty bucks. Well, I will <laughs> because it's not. Be you'll, that be, high. you'll be lucky if it's not sixty bucks when Nintendo sells it. Yeah, that's true. Digital and let me see here. Oh, see. The last thing they announced was kind of was Pokemon Ultra Sun and Pokemon Ultra Moon, which is basically kind of like. You know how they always do with their Pokemon games. They'll have the normal ones, and they have like the yellow version and the mm-hmm. crystal and blah blah blah. So it's just more of the same. So they they spent eight minutes to announce a rehash of a whole bunch of stuff. So that's 
it just it aggravated me so much. I mean, and and here we are, like we just were just talking about before. They're finally making a real Pokemon game, a whole new adventure, an RPG. They said for yeah. this. Why didn't they push that more in the front? That's a huge announcement. Ah, I don't know. They shouldn't have even announced it. Really, they don't even have a logo. No, they don't have anything. But just God damn it, Nintendo. I just, I, I don't know. They just—they're bothering me. They're bothering me so much at so many levels because they just seem to be making all these wrong. Okay, not wrong choices, but just weird decisions. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I'd say weird is definitely the most appropriate way to describe it. God, it's just I don't get it. What their strategy is, I just I don't. It was very clear with the Wii. It was very clear with the Wii U, even though that bombed. But I, I don't know what their strategy is with the Switch. I, I just I really don't know. I wish it were better. Excuse me, lack of a better term. Yeah. But I'm 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 happy with the success they're having with the Switch. Yeah. Are they having success? Yeah, no, it's, it's doing, it's doing it's well. Selling? So. Yeah, they're doing yeah, there's they're gangbusters with that thing. No, it's yeah, it's selling incredibly well. Um Oh, and they also I don't think they announced it they're eight three or something, but they are coming out with another um Nintendo Classic thing. They're coming out with a Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I, the Super Nintendo's my dad is gonna sell like fucking hotcakes. Yeah, you package like Chrono Trigger on there and all the other classic RPGs. Yeah, that thing will sell. All they need, yeah, Chrono Trigger. That's that's the only one they like direly need to put on there. I mean, obviously they're gonna put like Mario, whatever the fuck, Super on. Mario World, all that, Super Mario All Star. Uh, yeah, you get Chrono Trigger on there, you're good to go. And Final Fantasy VI, those are the two like most beloved yeah. RPGs on there. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm done with my rant on that one. I <laughs> I still love Nintendo. I like their games, but it's just uh, it's just they fucking pissing me off sometimes. Uh, and I think that's all we have. Yeah. Oh, and as for rating for conference, I would rate Nintendo's conference as the as the worst. I just I'm sorry. I wouldn't. I, I I'll give it second worst based on what you guys told me. Mm. Um, I don't know if the PC one counts. That's what I'd put at the bottom. It doesn't count. It's, yeah, okay. It's not actually the best at the bottom. Eh, Wolfenstein looks more impressive to me than anything Nintendo had. Mm. Yeah. Uh. Sony's definitely was my fir- uh, is my favorite. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Ubisoft second for me. Yeah, yeah, Ubi was good. Yeah. Bethesda third. Actually, no, Microsoft third. Bethesda fourth. I'd put and EA fourth. Yeah. I forgot about EA. EA did okay. <laughs> They're fun. I like this E3. I was I mean, happy with it. Yeah. Some uh, okay. some omissions. I guess Death Stranding wasn't there, but can't have everything. Last of Us Two. So they actually, um, uh, Naughty Dog was asked about where The Last of Us Two was, and they said that they were all their focus right now is on Uncharted. So that's why Last of Us didn't didn't appear at all because they want everyone to be thinking about that new Uncharted game, 
and then they're going to show more of a Last of Us later on, is probably a f- game. Full game or a DLC? I think that's sort of the mid-range thing we were talking about, because that's kind of what they did with the Last of Us uh, DLC. I think that's what it is. It was like 15 bucks or something, standalone. I mean, that's good. That game's going to do so well. Mm-hmm. People love Uncharted. Um, what other game was not there? Busby 3D. Bubsy. Oh dear. Bubsy Joe. Busby. Bubsy. Bubsy. What game would I have liked to have seen them show there? <laughs> Just trying we, to think. I want to know. Was the, the, the game in the back of my head? We got to wrap it up, Joe. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> All right. Now you know what? Joe, We're, do what he won't. This, this is a long. This has been a long one. Uh, yeah. This was good. We're back. Hopefully, we'll stay back. E3 was nice. It was okay. It was now. It's time for us to go. We'll be back during Gamescom. <laughs> no. Um, uh, yeah. So check out the only other, check out the other podcast we've been chugging away on for quite some time. This is Lionel's show. Really, just Tell his show. More about that. Wow. The old Taku connection. Um, around the time this comes out, um, what'll be out? I but, think we'll be talking about Bow. Oh yeah, Bow. Which is the old ass anime from the uh, uh, the late eighties, early nineties, uh, by the creator of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and um, we have a special guest hosting with us yes my brother so yeah it's uh where we talk about animu and other things loosely related to animus my so. hero academia yep that too yeah, yeah. that old talk you connect if you want to you know wax philosophical about waifus and other things associated with them yeah waifus just know that Maki is mine. You can never have her, and I will double dragon fight you to the death. <laughs> oh man! And uh, maybe, hopefully, soon we'll see another of Mike's show, possibly. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I got some stuff sitting around that I need to edit. So sweet. Be uh, nice to get more of that going. We'll see. I'm at Hyper Nineties on Twitter. And uh, of course. Follow us on Twitter at NAGP Returns. God, it's been a while. Um, next week, we will be back doing our regular thing where we talk about what we've been playing in the beginning, some new stories, topic, and I think that's it. Yes. You right. forgot about the final thoughts, Joe. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Yes, I love that. That's my favorite part. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. I actually like that a lot. It's, my, it's Joe's personal yeah anyway um thanks for listening and that's it ttyl oh follow us on instagram at hey listen radio